If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Firefly Willows LIVE presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows LIVE show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. listening to L.I.V.E. On Air Readings with your Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. host on Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. Enjoy the show.
And welcome to the show. Thank you for listening in today. My name is Hi C, and I am one of the Firefly Willows LIVE hosts here. And I host a couple of shows. The second Sundays of each month, I host A Revolution with Hi C, and the second Tuesdays of each month, I co-host with Charlie Harrington our show called The Amethystorical Divination with a Queer Twist. I would encourage you to check those out as well as the other programs that are offered here on Firefly Willows LIVE throughout the month. You can always find out about those on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash fireflywillowslive or on our website at fireflywillows.com slash live. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can always do so by either sending a message through our Facebook page or emailing us at info at fireflywillows.com. If you'd like to get in touch with me personally, I see, uh, you can always do so uh, either on my Facebook pages through the Firefly Willows one. Um, you can also, there's a Facebook page for Revolution with I see which is just facebook.com slash revolution with high C. I know, shocking. Uh, or The Amethystorical, uh, which once again will shock you. It's facebook.com slash The Amethystorical. Or you can email me at high C at tarotbyhighc.net. So having said that, uh, again, welcome to the show. This is our monthly call-in show where we offer anyone listening the opportunity to call in and receive a reading. Uh, usually it's a couple of uh, the hosts uh, from Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. Today I'm flying solo simply because the other hosts had some workshops and things that they were attending this weekend. So, uh, you know, be gentle, be patient. I'm flying solo. <laughs> um, so having said that, if you would like to get a reading, you can get into the queue by Skyping in from the show page or you can call in at 646-716-5510. And I would encourage you uh, to have a question ready. We'll try, we, since there's already a number of people in the queue, we'll only be able to really look at one question per caller. So think about what your most important question is, and that way when we come to you, we will be able to get right into your question. So having said that, we will go ahead and jump in with some of the people that have been waiting. And thank you to the people who even before the show started had decided to get into the queue. Um, so let's see. The first person we will go to is calling from area code 978. Are you there, Colin? Hi. Yes, Hello. I am. How are you? Hi. I am good. What's your name and where are you calling from? Kathleen from Massachusetts. Welcome, Kathleen. Hopefully you're not Thank completely you. buried under snow again. <laughs> oh, well, it's melting a little bit. We had like two nice days. But I have a question. I wanted to know if you saw a relationship coming along to me, at least by the summertime anyway. So uh, I'm assuming you mean a new relationship. <laughs> Well, I guess if you're in a relationship, you could be polyamorous if you'd like. <laughs> well, the thing is, um, I mean, there's someone I'm very interested in, but he's not interested in a relationship. So I, unless you see him changing his mind. <laughs> All right. Well, sometimes it's better to just start looking elsewhere. And if that comes back into your life, maybe it'll be the right time at that point. But let us not sit around waiting, yeah. putting the power in somebody else's hands. Exactly. Um, so let's see. <clears throat> I 
Well, there is a relationship in your future. Now, I'm not sure it'll quite be by the summer um, because the card that came up to indicate there would be one is actually in the long-term position. So it does show, at least when we look at the big picture regarding your relationship life, that there is uh, uh, another relationship. And it's a significant relationship because the card that's here in that long-term big picture is called the World, which is the last card of what's called the Major Arcana. Yeah, and, I know the card. Okay. Oh, okay. And so, you know, we know that that seems to be something that is kind of the last piece of the puzzle falling into place. It brings completion and wholeness to a phase of our life. So if we think of your relationship phase, that world card in the long term seems to indicate that there is a significant relationship that is coming in the big picture scheme of things that is going to help uh, be the final piece of the puzzle you're looking for when it comes to relationships. Um, in terms of timing for that, um, I just, I always need to glance really quick just because I sometimes don't remember all of the astrological associations uh, mm -hmm. for the, the major arcana cards. Um, and I will have to look to see when that is, but um, I would say it's not going to really come into your view or into your landscape until after the full moon in Pisces. And I will look that up momentarily just to see okay. when the next full moon in Pisces is. Um, and the world card is, astrologically speaking, I am... I'm looking, I'm looking. <laughs> okay, take your time. Um, <laughs> let's see. Well, why is it not showing here? Actually, I can look it up while I'm looking at the full moon. So let's Does a name come to you or anything? Mm, I don't really get information that way. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so that kind of thing isn't really my, my purview, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, I, I tend to be more about looking at what are the conditions and then also trying to look and see if we can get a little bit of timing indication. Okay. And uh, the full moon in Pisces for this year is in September, September 8th, to be exact. Um, so so it, that actually is kind of interesting just because it starts to put it towards the time frame you were thinking about. It's a little bit after summer. But, yeah. But, um, and I say this because the temperance card is reversed in the short term. Now, the, the, the temperance card is about things flowing into our life, and mm -hmm. the reversal would say, for me, the short term tends to be one to three months, but because it's reversed, it's looking after that, so that I'm looking at the astrological association for temperance. So therefore, I would say it's kind of pushing it out to say, this probably won't start flowing into your life until around or after that full moon in Pisces time period. So I would start to really put emphasis on looking and effort into trying to establish new relationships in September or afterwards, because you'll probably find you have an easier time of it for, um, uh, for waiting until that time period. 
Okay. It also, just in a general sense, astrologically uh, makes sense because we're in a really rough first six months of the year astrologically. And a lot of that is just in the sense of feeling like we go one step forward, three steps back. So Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Well, and so that's going to kind of last until mid-July. And then after mid-July, the second half of the year is going to be much more open, expansive, and kind of easy to navigate through, and we'll feel as if things are really starting to move forward. So that I would um, also see as to why it may be indicating this. In order to be able to make progress for what it is you're looking for relationship-wise, you'll have much better luck or energies will be much more on your side. Uh, Here more specifically, probably starting around the full moon in Pisces, which also makes sense because Pisces is a very emotional card and connecting to other people and deep emotions. So it really puts us at a time period of making deeper connections to people. And do you think this would be a committed, like the relationship that I'd be looking for, you know, um, a long-lasting Yes, because if we have that followed by the world card, the world card indicates that where that's then leading us in the long term or in the big picture is something that is going to be very, it's going to feel very complete for you and probably mm-hmm. be kind of the, the that, like I said, that last piece of the puzzle that you're looking for in your relationship picture. Okay. So if that's the kind of relationship you're seeking, then that yeah. seems to be what you're moving for, toward. And what we want to do is just to have you really paying attention and not trying to force it ahead of time, but to work with when it's indicating would be the best time. And then mm-hmm. you would be most likely to find and connect with someone that is going to fulfill that kind of relationship that you're seeking. Okay. Well, thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So I think, you know, just just relax. Just maybe enjoy yourself, date people if you have a chance or whatever in this first part of the year, but mm-hmm. really look for or put a lot of emphasis towards connecting into a, a deeper, more serious relationship starting around that August, uh, sorry, that September, um, especially yeah. September 8th, that full moon in Pisces uh, time period. All right. Thank All right. you again. I appreciate it and have a good day. You're more than Thank welcome. Thank you for taking Thank my you. call. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so let's see. From Massachusetts, we are going to go to area code 310, which I believe is in California. Uh, Are you there, caller, from area code 310? I am. Hi, how are you? I am good. Could you tell us your name and where you're calling from? Yeah, uh, Anna in Washington, the state of Washington, I'm actually calling from. Oh, you're in Washington. Is area code 310 yep. in Washington? It is. It's in, it's in California. Oh, I'm it's just in California. traveling right now. Oh, yep. All right, then. <laughs> well, thank you for um, calling in. Yeah. What can we look, well, what, what question, can we look at? It's a relationship question. Um, I've recently been seeing a guy, and things are going amazing, and I think he possibly could be my twin flame. Um, but something happened last week. I don't know what happened. There was something... I think, honestly, what had happened is someone gave him incorrect information, made him doubt more stuff. Um, And so now we haven't talked. And so I'm just wondering when, I guess, if you see us reconnecting and being able to get over this. Because I I do think we can, 
and I think I know how. I think he needs some proof, and I'm able to provide that. So I'm just wondering what you see here. Okay. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to take this. It does. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And the the first thing I'm going to do is I'm actually going to take just one moment as an opportunity to speak not only to you about this, but also to anyone listening, that this really points out. So when, when you say that you feel he got incorrect information, you mean somebody else said something to him or influenced him in some way? Yeah, Mercury retrograde, do you think? <laughs> well, it could be, but was it? do you think it was specifically someone else, a person saying something? Oh, no, something I know or... exactly who it was. I know who okay. it was. Oh, but, but it was another person that somehow had influence or created doubt. Okay, so uh-huh. I just wanted to mention to anyone listening that especially when it comes to matters of the heart or anything where you're doing something that is very specific to who you are, what your expression is, what you're wanting, what you're trying to create in your life. Listen to your own heart. Trust your own intuition and don't give so much power and influence to outside voices. Because I agree. Yes. And so, and I know that you agree, but I just wanted to take this opportunity to mention this <laughs> to, to other everyone people, listening. Yeah. Because it can often create complication, upset, or difficulty where there really doesn't need to be any. Exactly. (laughs) I completely agree. I mean, and that's why I'm like, okay, I would assume at some point we're going to have to talk about this, you know? So, you know, the card that's coming up for him is the Knight of Cups. And that is a card that is... And this is one reason why I said what I did right there at the beginning, because first of all, Knight of Cups represents acting on our heart, following our heart, um, going in the direction that our heart or our intuition is leading us. Um, Knight of Cups is also a card of trust. So there's a sense that whatever somebody said or did somehow triggered for him trust issues. And it's yeah, not yeah, so much, you said previous trust issues. Right. So it's not so much about you as it is somebody triggering, you know, that kind of thing and then making him think that, oh, either it's always going to be that way or we can never trust anyone or whatever it is. So right. one thing that this would suggest is that being able to either sit down and have a chat or, you know, write an email or whatever however you can communicate with the person, um, is to just not so much trying to say that person was wrong and, and, you know, that kind of thing, but more to just reassure them that that you aren't necessarily like the past and therefore he can be willing to open up and give you a chance to see that rather than to assume it's going to somehow be like the past without ever right. giving it a chance. So, well, and I have tried to reach out, but at this point I don't want to reach out until he does because I can't continue to do it over and over and over and just have nothing, you know? Right. So, And the card that yeah. came up for you is the Ten of Wands, so that t- tells us that you've kind of, um, not that you've overdone it, but you've just done so much that you would risk, Think of it like building a fire, and if you did it again, it's kind of like you built the fire so much that you're causing a person to recoil from the heat or the, of the flame that you've built. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, okay, not enough. You know, but they're stepping back rather than being willing to, I know it's a very popular phrase right now, but willing to lean in. <laughs> um, 
but the the Knight of Cups is actually very encouraging here because it the fact that it came up upright shows us that there is uh, either uh, something opening up for him on the heart level or a willingness to reach out because Knight of Cups very traditionally is the card of the proposal, but it just means it's this idea that I'm really willing to reach out and I'm willing to open up and extend to someone or something. So I think that what you've done has probably made an impact, but doing any more, because Knight of Cups is water, Ten of Wands is like fire, fire, fire. <laughs> doing any more is going to cause whatever has kind of been able to bubble up for him uh, to start evaporating, which means he'll start to pull back rather than be willing to move forward. Right. Well, and that's why, I mean, I'm not going to reach out to him until he does. But you, do you see us, like, being able to get over this? Is this just an obstacle? Or... Um, it's There are cards that have a nice indication for what this could be. Um, the Four okay. of Wands reverse shows up. Just the, 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 the challenge with that card is it represents participation, equal participation from all parties involved. So as long as he is willing to step aside from the outside voices that are influencing him and open up and give a chance, then if he comes into the participation process, then there's some nice cards that indicate, yes, there is something that this seems to be able to move towards. It's kind of all, as, as you already know, it's kind of all in his uh, ballpark yeah. right now. I guess um, you see that happening on his side. Is Are we at least going to like communicate at some point? Well, that's the Knight of Cups would indicate yes. He there is at least a willingness or a desire on his part to reach out. So it would okay. it would it would indicate that we're likely to see this soon. And I would anticipate it'll probably be within this month because Knight of Cups is water, and we're in Pisces, which is a water sign. So it'll probably be within this water sign month. And we just started Pisces okay. last Tuesday, which goes uh, through like, uh, what month are we in February? That goes through like March 20th or so. So it does seem and to And that indicate- would make sense. I mean, well, we also do some business stuff together, and I can say this. The business stuff is going to go through within the next week. And I'm thinking once that goes through, all of those doubts will be able to be removed. Yes, and, and I would also anticipate that you might find him reaching out at the very beginning of next week because we're in Mercury retrograde. and So this week of, or like next week? Uh, well, like, so Mercury retrograde ends on Friday, this coming Friday the 28th. Oh, okay. So uh, the, the first few days after that is when I would anticipate him probably reaching out because what will happen a lot of times with Mercury retrograde ending is – areas where there was confusion or miscommunication or doubt or that kind of thing suddenly starts to go direct, suddenly starts to clear up. And so either somebody starts to think more clearly or they recognize they've um, misunderstood something that was communicated or they want to check the facts and say, okay, let me go back and revisit that because maybe what I heard or saw wasn't really right or I didn't quite understand all of it or I didn't have the whole story. So I would anticipate during those first few days after Mercury retrograde is when you would likely um, see him being willing to reach out and initiate conversation around this again. Okay. And that would actually make a lot of sense just because uh, that's about the time. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, you're more than welcome. Thanks for calling in. 
Enjoy the day. All right. Well, boy, we're just hip-hopping along through these, aren't we? <laughs> uh, so let's see. Where are we going to go from there? Well, that was somebody from California in Washington calling in. So now we're going to go to area code 610. Are you there, caller from 610? Yes, I am. Welcome to the show. Can you tell us your name and where you're calling from? Yeah, this is Sonia, and I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Sonia from Pennsylvania. And what is it that we could look at for you today? Um, I had a career question. Um, I had a uh, phone interview a little over a week ago, and um, it actually went well, um, so much so that they called me in for an in-person interview, and my interview will be tomorrow. Um, I must say that, you know, there's openings, there's three openings for the same position. And I was told by the agency that they picked me, he sent, you know, he had, they interviewed four people over the phone and they selected me, you know, to go in. So um, I wanted to see, you know, how you saw that going tomorrow. Okay. So, well, so the first thing I'm going to say is, regardless of how this goes tomorrow, that the prospects for your job situation are extremely bright within the next one to three months. Okay. Uh, and that's because in the short-term position, the sun card has come up. And the sun card tends to be, that's why I kind of said it, they're very bright because think of the sun. Um, it tends to be a card of success. It tends to be a card of reason to celebrate or a joyful period. Um, it also is this kind of coming into our own. So um, I, I'm not concerned about your job situation in terms of uh, finding something and being in something successfully within a very short period of time. Um, the the one that you're going in for the interview tomorrow, um, there it may come about, but what you may find is there is a kind of a like a delay in them starting, or it's kind of like instead of going in tomorrow and then they're like, okay, we want to hire you, you know, that it'll it'll probably seem as if you'll wonder, did something go wrong? Because they will take their time. It may be that they're bringing other people in in person to interview as well, and they just aren't communicating with anybody until they've interviewed all of those people. Um, so there may be a feeling that has something happened or am I going to get it, or you feel like you're having to follow up with them to find out what the status is and that kind of thing. Um, and if you were listening to the previous caller, I think a little bit of that has to do with the fact that we're in the last week of Mercury retrograde. So that may also cause some sort of delay or that um, or complication, if you will. Um, and, and the reason I started out talking about the short term with the Sun card is even if this didn't go through, don't be too concerned because there's other opportunities and things are very bright for you within the next couple of months. So it's going to be fine regardless. But the sun card could also indicate that you're going to feel as if either something didn't go right or why aren't they getting back to you quicker after tomorrow, but that they will. It's just that something is 
getting in the way of moving it along as quickly as you would like, and maybe even as quickly as they would like, because there can be kind of an unexpected uh, turbulence or an unexpected thing that comes up that causes them to have to, it's kind of like having to put a fire out, and then they can come back and deal with this. Um, so it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not actually convinced that this is the best place for you to be long-term job-wise. And if you can approach it as something that is a short-term benefit but not stop necessarily looking for the right thing, then this will serve you better than getting stuck in this for too long. Because I don't think it will really offer you as much as you're worth in the long term. Well, actually, the company is it is a very good company. I've researched it thoroughly. Um, and my job situation where I'm at, it doesn't look very good. Um, so, ah, that's the so, so, you, so, you're, so you're in a job now, and you've been interviewing to then move out of that and go to someplace else? Yeah, because eventually what's going to okay. happen, the job is going to end. I mean, I've been there two and a half years, um, so I don't want to be in a situation where now I'm doing nothing. And, you know, I mean, I could have gotten maybe a contract job, but that might only last a month or two, and then I'm back to square one. So um, that's pretty much it. I mean, this is like one of the good companies that they're calling me in for the interview. I haven't really had much. And I've been trying very, very hard for the past, I would say, six months, you know, sending out applications, pretty much everything I've been doing. Um, so, I, so I think that the, the first cards that were coming up here probably are speaking more to your current situation since you're already in a job situation. Mm-hmm. And it because we have the King of Pentacles reversed, the Eight of Pentacles reversed, and, and those are cards when they reverse that really show instability in the job situation, that we're on shaky ground in work that we're doing, or um, something isn't really very viable or isn't going to be around for very long. So I, that probably is speaking to what you were just talking about in terms of your current job situation. And the the Sun card shows us that you know, very shortly, you can think of this short term, I mean, for me, I look at it as one to three months, but you can also think of it in terms of just very shortly or right around the corner, what's next is a very bright spot in your job um, opportunities and possibilities. And I still think that this may be indicating that there will be this little bit of a delay um, in that you'll think, why aren't they getting back to me sooner? But it will probably come in, just like I was telling the previous caller, it'll probably feel like that this week, and then it'll be at the beginning of the following week that they would get back to you rather than getting back to you like within two days, even if right, they I say that. Right, I thought when you, said, when you said a delay, I was hoping it's not going to be a month or two months <laughs> or three months. Oh, ago. no, 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 because the sun card actually tends to be a very fast card because it's fire. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not looking at that three months. It's not really indicative of a, uh, we have to wait until the, you know, last day of three months for something to happen. It tends to be much faster than that. Um, So I I would actually anticipate it uh, within the the first month, if you will, from now rather than three months from now. So it may just take that amount of time. It would take a month for them because what it is, I was told by the recruiter that, you know, the first step is that, well, the phone interview, which I passed, and they wanted me to go in for a face-to-face. And then I was told that the next round of interview was going to be um, me directly with the corporate team. 
now it's just, I guess, with the hiring manager and then it's going to be with a corporate team. So probably I'll have to go back to this interview and if they like me, it will be a second interview. Right, and I think that, and I think that some of the delay, like the King of Pentacles reversed, could indicate that um, the delay may be that somebody that is supposed to interview you is either suddenly not available or is mm-hmm. traveling and won't be back for a couple of weeks or something like that. Um, so I think that that may just be what kind of extends that time period a little bit. But so what the fact that the, that the second interview could take two or three weeks from now or more. Uh, right. The, the, and, and, but, and what this is trying to reassure you, especially with the sun card coming up, is not to panic about that, not to worry about that, because it's more a case of somebody just had a business trip scheduled during that time, so they're not able to do the interview until then or something like that. So it may just take a little longer than what you had thought or what might normally happen if everybody was just in the office all of the time. Um, but the sun card says probably within, I mean, we could generally say within one to three months, you probably will end up getting this job. I would anticipate it will be sooner than that just because the sun card tends to be fast. Um, right. Just just don't get put off by the fact that they yeah, say, well, we also need you to... Me, the thing that worries me, I'm sorry to interrupt you, is the fact that, you know, I mean, my present job situation, um, you know, because if I don't know, you know, really what's going to happen or when it's going to happen, you know, I just I'm just scared of people without a job and having no income. You know, and I have all these bills well, to pay. Well, this this doesn't indicate that you'll be out of a job with no income. Um, I, I okay. actually the four of cups reversed here. I would probably say that the fact that it's reversed, you, you, your current job may not last more than four months from now. Okay, four months. But, I can live with that. I thought it was going to end like in a month or two. I know so. I think it'll probably it probably has about four months left in it or a little bit less, and I think that the sun card being here kind of mitigates that because it says we're going to have reason to be joyful or to celebrate because either the doom and gloom that we had thought might happen won't or we'll feel brighter and happier and more optimistic because the sun is rising you know it's it's like the new job is on the horizon, so even if your other job ends you would already know that you have this new job to be going into, so you still wouldn't be worried or stressed even if there was just a little bit of a break in between. Okay. Because you'd, right, you'd already know. But okay. the, the sun card much. is... Sure. But the sun card is very, very encouraging here in the fact that it's in the short term, which shows that either we're going to be successful in what we're trying to do or we're going to have reason to celebrate within just a couple of months. And if this is already on the table... It's likely going to be that. Just don't get worried if there's a slight delay in, like, the second interview or something because it's more just because somebody's out of the office or whatever. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Enjoy your day. Thank you, too. Sure. Okay. So that's our first three colors of the day. Uh, I think we will maybe even just jump into one more since we're going zip 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 <laughs> through these. And let us go to area code 305. Hi. Oh, oh, hello. Good to hear uh, you again. What, what's Fire your name? Fire Fire you? <laughs> Eileen okay. from Miami. Eileen? Uh-huh, from Miami. All right. And what is it that we can look at for you today? Um, I think I spoke to you probably in the fall, and things were just unraveling. You remember that word I was saying, unraveling? 
Anyway, um, I would, I've been traveling beyond belief since the fall, and I just returned now. And the company that um, brought me onto this ship, they left the ship and I stayed. Do you see them leaving my life, that business leaving my life, or do you see them still working with me down the road? Because there's things that I like and things I don't like about working with that company. I'm an I'm a self-made person. I'm an entrepreneur, and I sell product to them. But I don't like what they're doing with my the framing of my work. Okay. Um. So, well, first of all, the the cards give in a really good indication that that they will still want to continue working with you. Okay. And the card that came up for you actually is the hanged man. And one thing that that represents is patience. So it's kind of like just hanging around. So it's encouraging you to stick with them a little bit longer, to have a little bit of patience with this. And I think it's more because also with the hangman, we sometimes get um, the ideas of sacrifice and surrender. Surrender means giving in, not giving up. So it's a sense of acceptance. And sacrifice sometimes means I have to be willing to sacrifice something, which may mean you sacrificing how you would like them to frame your products versus how they're doing it in order to gain the reward and the benefit that comes from working with them or what is going to come as a result of having worked with them. So, and for them, you know, the Queen of Pentacles comes up, the card that comes up between the two of you in terms of the relationship between you and that company is the Six of Pentacles. And that's actually a card that represents negotiation and compromise. But it does show that somebody has something to offer the other. So there's a strong indication here that continuing to work with them for a little bit longer is actually, I mean, if I looked at the just looking at the suits and things, I would say maybe through the fall, just maybe saying, okay, I'm going to just commit to working with them through the fall and then start to develop how I can move away from them or branch out or that kind of thing. But there still seems something valuable for you to be able to gain, even if it's just to have the income from them that allows you the time to develop some other things rather than to suddenly cut it off. So it, it certainly encourages you to be willing to, sacri- here we could say, sacrifice a little bit of your pride in how they're framing it versus how you would like it to be framed. And allow that because you're both benefiting at the moment from it and use what you're getting from them to then be able to branch out or to move on. But it's not quite time yet to do that. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right, that sounds, because they put me on a ship, and they put me on a ship in the fall, and I got sick on the second time around, and I came home. And, um, but the company that, that company and the cruise ship severed ties, period. So now, but the company puts art, mine, and everybody else's on another line. You see them asking me to go on that line? Um, well... You mean you personally or your art? Yeah. No, they buy the art to put on the line. Okay. I mean, it's already on the on the, and they get orders. All right. See, uh, they but get then they, and then and then they send you to go on the ship as then well. They, yeah, they have in the past, and I've gone to the Caribbean and I've gone to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. But so, I wasn't. 
I wouldn't anticipate that with what's coming up because we have a lot of Pentacles cards, which is the suit of Earth. So there's a lot about kind of staying landlocked, if you will. Oh, good. Um, in order to do this rather than being sent. Because there's really, there's no cards that are coming up that would kind of traditionally travel. indicate travel or, or that oh, kind okay. of thing. Okay. So that doesn't seem to be, and that can also go back, I mean, the hangman card would say that we're just hanging around, which again isn't really movement, so it's not really travel. Um, the six of pentacles, that card of uh, compromise and negotiation may also mean that it's something that you negotiate with them, even if they ask that you negotiate in some way to not go, uh, but in some way to find some other way to fulfill what it is that they're looking for as to why they would be sending you for some reason. Um, but everything here, there, there's nothing that really indicates travel or that kind of thing. So I wouldn't anticipate that that's a big thing to have to really be concerned about if that's what the right word is for it. Um, okay. But but I think that at least working with them through the fall, but using this opportunity to maybe start leveraging this exposure and what you're doing with them to start looking at and opening up other opportunities for you. Uh, but to just stay with it for right now. It's, it's okay to work with them for right now, even if it means sacrificing a little bit of that pride just in the way they're framing things um, so that you have that ability to leverage and use this for future opportunity. Sounds good. Okay, I get it. Okay. okay. Perfect. Thank you very, very much. You're more than welcome. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. You too. It's beautiful here. Thank you. Excellent. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so I think that we will go to our next caller, and this is someone calling from area code 510. Are you there, caller, in area code 510? Hi, yes, yes, I am. Could I ask your name and where you're calling from? Yes, this is Camille, and I'm calling you from Alameda, California. Well, welcome, Camille. I believe we've heard your voice before on here, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, and I'm also <laughs> one of Charlie's friends. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Yeah. Or maybe it was on a different show that I heard you. Um, yeah, your, I, um, I, your Amethyst show. Amethyst Oracle. So mm-hmm. what is it that we can, well, welcome back. So what is it hey. that we can uh, look at for you today? A major love issue, yeah. I had a beautiful Valentine's Day with my friend Navi, and it was going very well, like delightful, in fact. And after Valentine's Day, which was super-duper romantic, he just pulls away completely. And I'm wondering, is there is this salvageable? Is there any chance of... Not just a reconciliation, but rekindling my relationship with my friend Navi. Okay. So it's interesting that that what you're experiencing is very similar to what we're hearing from other people, just in the sense of, I think we're seeing the effects of Mercury retrograde. (laughs) Because... Mm you know, I think that a lot, what like Mercury retrograde can cause our little brain synapses to misfire ever so slightly. So we suddenly right. misperceive something, misunderstand something, miscommunicate something, um, or, or we miss something. And so I think we're seeing this in a, a lot of examples here. And the nice thing is generally when that happens in Mercury retrograde, it's not like doom and gloom. It's just 
something that has to be revisited and then has to be rectified in some way or cleared up and it can be cleared up. Um, okay. And so that may play a part of it. So one one thing I would come back to what I was saying to the other people is maybe not to push it too much to try and communicate or push it too much until after we're out of Mercury retrograde, which is ending on uh, this coming Friday, the 28th. Um, right. But the the cards that are coming up, and and if I recall, you you do you have a familiarity with the cards as well, correct? Yes. Okay. So when I tell you these, certainly if you have insights or it makes you think of something, feel free to jump in with that as well. But I okay. pulled a card for you, a card for him, and a card for the relationship. And the card for you is the Temperance card which to me says take the middle path, which is let's not try to push or force this too quickly or too hard, which could be waiting until after Mercury retrograde and that kind of thing. Um, But it also shows that you may be the alchemical force that is able to help bring this back into integration, which is able to help this start to flow again. Um, The card that came up for him is the reversed five of wands. So, you know, that shows us that, one, he wouldn't respond well to something that feels like a fight or a battle. So we, And that temperance card says to ease into it, to go gently in how we communicate or how we ask about it or how we deal with it. Um, but it also, Five of Wands reverse shows us that this doesn't seem to be something that he's struggling with greatly. Again, it may just be a simple misunderstanding. It may just be he got distracted because that's a very Mercury retrograde thing as well, that what we are focused on, we suddenly lose focus on and we get distracted by something else. Um, And the card that, and I say all of this to now lead to the relationship card between the two of you, which is the Ace of Cups. So that's a really nice card in the sense that it shows us there still is a connection that is there that we haven't lost. And we can, as you said, rekindle it restart it. Um, It just needs to be tended to and cultivated. It's kind of like uh, in a garden where a plant has kind of died back. It's not that the roots are dead. It's just that the plant itself has died back. But if we cultivate it and tend to it and water it properly and just kind of give it a little TLC, it'll actually be able to start growing again because the roots are still there. The roots are still strong. And here the roots, the Ace of Cups would be the, the roots of the connection are still strong and viable. Mm. And so we can tend to it and give it some TLC and cultivate it and it can actually rekindle or starts to regrow again. Well, that would be lovely. It's um I, I would wait issue. with the ace of Yeah. Uh, well, with the with the ace of cups, I would wait until for me the ace of cups is the beginning of spring. So I would wait okay. until around around the time of uh spring equinox, which is around March 20th-ish. Uh-huh. <laughs> um you know, so I would maybe wait until then to start rekindling or to, to start um, trying to initiate the conversations and, and bring it back and that kind of thing. Um, it's kind of like, again, with the garden, it's kind of like waiting until the proper planting season or the right season to start giving TLC to it. Like, let the roots lie dormant for a little while and then we'll do it at the right time. And the Ace of Cups plus the Temperance card, which also is that idea of kind of pouring water out would show us uh, around spring, because I tend to think of spring as the rainy season, even though I know it's different for California. But Yeah, um, yeah. So, so, you know, maybe just let it rest a little bit. That gets us out of Mercury retrograde. It gets us a little bit away from the initial stages of Mars retrograde, which starts March 2nd. Oh. <laughs> um, and so, you know, that can be very explosive, but 
if we can wait until a little bit after that starts, then it's kind of like the initial explosiveness tapers off. Um, so think, think about trying to do something around spring equinox, just like we would think of spring, of planting new seeds, of bringing new things to life, or bringing things back to life that have been dormant during the winter. Okay. Seasonally speaking, if you can tie into that energy, you'd probably have much greater success in using that energy in that time period to rekindle or cultivate and bring this relationship situation back to life. That makes a lot of sense. I'm thinking back in some, oh gosh, astrological reading that I had quite some time ago that was telling me about relationships possible with all the energies in my chart possibly in the spring. So that would make a good deal of sense then. Yes, and and the temperance card is asking you to not do anything extreme, to moderate both the timing and the approach, and then to also, when you do it, to gently do it. I would think of the temperance card like wading into the pool rather than diving into the deep end. So even when you do start this, just kind of gently step onto that first little step and let everybody get used to the temperature of the water. Then we'll move it to the next level, and then we'll move it to the next layer. You know, just gently ease into it with him rather than trying to suddenly dive back into where you were on the 14th. Because I can't really because he is also um, Asperger's, like highly functioning. So, you know, you have to really work around your communications anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of learned that. But, okay, well, it's good to know that all hope is not lost. Something remains. So I'll take yeah, it well, accordingly. Yes, the, the, this combination of cards is certainly very hopeful. So okay. I, I would, you know, it's just it's just going to be more in the approach that you take and okay. the gentleness that you can ease into it with him and ease him back into it that's going to be the key. All right. All right. Okay, that's doable. Thank you very much. You're more than welcome. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Okay. And Bye-bye. Enjoy, enjoy the day. I will. Excellent. Okay. So I think we will take a quick break. Uh, I will just remind you that um, if you would like to get into the queue for a reading, you can Skype in or you can call 646-716-5510. My name is Hi C, and you're listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. This is our monthly call-in show, and we will be back after this.
Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We're working hard to be your trusted source for fun, enlightening, and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us, host a show, or be a guest, or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable change makers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. And we're back, and my name is Hi C, and you're listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. This is our monthly call-in show where you have the chance to call in and receive readings from various Firefly Willows L-I-V-E hosts. Uh, as I said, my name is Hi C, and I host a couple of shows here, Revolution with Hi C on the second Sundays, and I co-host with Charlie Harrington, The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, on the second Tuesdays of each month. Our call-in show is every fourth Sunday of each month. So you can mark that on your calendar and know that you always have a chance to call in every fourth Sunday. Uh, Plus, at least on my shows, Revolution and the Amethystorical, we also offer call-in segments during those shows as well. So you have multiple opportunities throughout the month. Uh, If you want to find us on Facebook, you can do that at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. You can also find me on Facebook at fireflywillows, I'm sorry, at facebook.com slash tarothighsea or on my show's Facebook.com slash Revolution with High C, Facebook.com slash The Amethyst Oracle. Uh, you can also email me if you'd like to contact me personally with a question or if you'd like to inquire about a private session. Uh, you can do that at High C at Tarot So, with that said, we shall now move on to our next caller. And this is someone who is calling from area code 617. Are you there, caller from 617 area code? I am. How are you? I am good. What's your name and where are you calling from? Sure. My name is Keita and I'm calling from Boston. Welcome. Are you buried in snow right now? No, actually, uh, we've been blessed. Today is 50 degrees and I, I, it, it was well needed. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. <laughs> we, we, we've been suffering here with a month and a half of, you know, 60s and 70s degree weather, but I won't mention that. Um, what is it that we can look, for, uh, look at for you today? Sure. So I wanted to look at um, career. I I was recently uh, let go from uh, my job on Friday, and I'm really just at a standstill career-wise, and I just wanted to see, do you see something coming? And, yeah, I guess that's the – I mean, obviously I have to restart my job search, and and I get that, but for me it's so much bigger than just – finding another job I think it, it's about finding something that works and are you do you feel that you're on the right career path and direction or are you thinking of making some sort of a major change in that right now so ideally I don't want to go back into the commercial world and look for anything I want to start my own thing but money is a really big factor and bills still need to happen and bills still need to get paid and in the career that that I I uh, intend to kind of launch, there's still some technical skills that I need to develop, and I need money to do that, to go take the classes to develop them. Um, so I'm kind of just 
at a standstill where I'm like, all right, what do I do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel very just kind of, if I go this way, I can, you know, if I do the whole, I need to find a job, let me just take any job because I need to pay bills, that's what I've been doing. It's not working. Okay. So have you been doing that with the particular aim of earning and saving money to pay for whatever the skills are you need to learn to do your own thing? Well, um, that was the intention with this last job, but I didn't last long enough to let that happen. Because okay. I well, thought so at this last job I could learn it on the job, and apparently that, that wasn't what it was. Okay. Well, at least that tells us that you are going into things, at least starting with this job that just ended, that you're going into things with a proper intention in the sense that you're going in knowing this is a means to an end and I'm going to use it in order to achieve that end rather than getting stuck in and complacent and then lost in what you're in and kind of where you were initially going falling by the wayside. So we want to make sure that you maintain that intention so that even if it is taking a job just to have a job to be making money, that you're doing that knowing I'm going to structure this so that I'm setting money aside in order to pay for the skills I need to learn to eventually go out on your own. But the issue is now I'm in a place where it's a clean slate and I can I have, still have to find a job, but I need to find a job that's going to allow me to make money to do that because what I was doing before was I was in school and I was just taking jobs just to have a job just to pay the bills. And now I need to be able to find a job that's going to pay me something where I can save money and pay bills, not okay. pay bills. So I, it, I don't think that you're going to necessarily have trouble finding that as long as you set that intention for what it is you're looking for when you start seeking jobs. So put that intention very specifically out to the universe and to yourself as you start the job search because the first card that came up is the lover's card. Now the lover's card is a card of synchronicity, right timing and right direction. So that shows us that if we have put our intention out then the universe will bring at the right time and the thing that will move us in the right direction in order to be able to move towards fulfilling that intention. So if you're putting that intention out there, the lover's card reassures us that the right thing is going to come along at the right time to be able to allow you to do that. So what you just said, a job that allows you to both make money and have some to save will come along and it probably won't take all that long. Um, I, I don't know what your time frame is specifically. I know you need something probably right away or soon. <laughs> um, but one thing that I would say about this, not so much about what you'll find in the near future, but I would say pay attention to the period of Gemini, which is... Uh, May! Yeah, May 20th through June 20th. Um, pay attention during that time as to what opportunities suddenly cross your path. Now, that doesn't mean you won't be working until then. But what I'm saying is pay attention because other opportunities or other directions may open up for you around that time 
due to synchronistic happenings, like meeting the right person, finding out about the right thing, being in the right place at the right time, where suddenly you find out about an opportunity. And this goes back to, I don't think that what you find right now, you're going to be in for very long. Um, I would anticipate that what you find right now, you probably wouldn't be in through until, well, so the ninth week of summer, you probably will only be in through the end of summer. But that would be because during that Gemini time period, another opportunity or other information will come that will open up or point you in a different direction that by the end of the summer, you would be saying goodbye to what you're in in order to move into and take advantage of that opportunity. So okay. it's it's more so I'm, I want you to just make sure that if you're putting the intention out that you really want something to both make money in as well as to give you the resources to start moving in the direction for doing what you really want to do, that 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 synchronicity, that uh, the, the awareness of those opportunities is likely to come during that Gemini time period. So really pay attention towards the end of May and especially in June as to what seems to randomly or coincidentally cross your path or who you meet or information that you find out about. Okay, in terms of finding something like for the immediate or this next thing that's going to take me to the next thing, how long do you think the wait is going to be? Um, it's going to come very quickly because the chariot card comes up specifically for that question. The chariot card tends to work at 150 miles an hour. <laughs> um, and so it tends to be very quick or very immediate. Now, the chariot card does involve movement or travel. So it may be something that it, it, it sometimes is either a job that involves travel of some sort or a job where you aren't necessarily in one location all of the time. Like instead of having an office that you go to every day, think of like a sales rep that represents a region. It's like, you know, Mondays they're in the north and Tuesdays are in the west and Thursdays are in the south. So they're constantly on the move or on the go. That seems to also be something that oftentimes the cherry card will indicate will be a part of the nature of the job that you find. Um, so pay attention to those kind of opportunities or those kind of jobs. It could also literally be business travel where it's a job that you actually travel, you know, like they send you off to Canada or something, you know, for their other office there or whatever it is. Um, well, there is a job that I found. Okay, so there was a job that I passed up um, to go to this job that I was just let go of, and it involved me traveling around. Um, to different schools, but I just didn't believe in the product because I felt like the demographic that they were targeting in the school, the program that they were selling, I almost felt was predatory. So I just didn't agree with that. Ironically, I went on to a community college website um, just to look at their jobs to see what they had, and it's the same job. The only difference is it's selling, not really sell. I mean, it... it, it, it it's not a sales position, but if you think about it, it's really just informing students about the benefits of attending a community college. I believe in that. I started off at a community college, and then I ended up getting my master's. So for someone who is first generation, for someone who you know, came from um, an impoverished background, I understand it because I lived it. So I was interested in applying for this role, and it would have me traveling. Does this so, sound like... 
Yes. And, and and one of the reasons why I would say yes to that is not just because it meets some of the criteria we were talking about with travel and movement and all of that, but also look at how you said that. You said you went onto that job listing board or whatever, and ironically, there was this thing that was listed. Now, when you say ironically, it's the same as saying coincidentally or synchronistically. And so when we were talking about that lover's card, which is about right timing and direction, which is about synchronicity, I would say that's exactly what it's pointing you towards. And with the lover's card coming up, it, it's kind of this idea of a marriage of something. So there's something about doing that kind of a job that's going to marry into what it is that you're wanting to do ultimately for yourself. And whether that's exposure and, and connections that it helps you to make with the community or people or schools or whatever, or other kind of things, but there's something about it that will marry into and benefit what you ultimately want to do on your own. So okay. I, and, and so with both of that and the chariot card coming up, I would encourage you to uh, really pursue that particular uh, job opportunity because okay. it's both something that's immediate and something that seems to be leading you down the direction towards the ultimate goal or destination that you're trying to get to when it comes to the kind of work you want to do. And it's it's like picking up passengers along the way. It's like if we go down this direction, we pick up things along the way that are going to benefit and serve and play into that ultimate goal and destination being successful. Okay. <laughs> okay, I can exhale for a second because I'm like, oh my God, am I going to have to go back through it? It took me forever to find this last job. And it was but, like... But, but, it didn't, but it didn't take you forever to find this ironically similar job because as soon as you went onto the job board, you saw this listing that was very similar to what you had looked at before, but has a difference to it that makes it now more in alignment with your own particular beliefs and, and ethics around what you do. Right. So the fact that it appeared quickly would, and kind of synchronistically, would say, then run with this, jump on this, you know, because, and it probably is something that will develop very quickly in terms of uh, getting it. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just the, the important thing is don't forget that ultimate intention that you have so that you are feeding energy and putting that ultimate intention out so that what comes from this and subsequently after that is all playing towards that ultimate goal and intention that you have. Okay. So it's all about intention. Just Just retain the intention. Right. Intention that you're doing this and you're doing it because it's going to serve to get you to the ultimate destination you want to get to work-wise. Okay. Rather than, rather than just the intention of, I just want to get a job just to get a job. You're, you're maintaining focus on the ultimate goal and intention rather than the short-term goal and intention. Right. And I'm, I'm over the, I need a job just to have a job. It's not working. It's not working. Right. Which is another clue because the lover's card says we can go down the familiar path, which is the way we keep doing it, but it's circular. Or we can go down and challenge ourselves to try a slightly different path or a different approach. And 
you've gone the circle route enough times to know I can't do that anymore. I'm too dizzy and nauseous. And so therefore, I have to approach this differently. So even though it may be a job that is just paying what you need for right now, it's still doing it with intention that it's moving you towards your goal rather than something that gets in the way or takes you away from moving in that direction. Right. And I look at these cards and I say that there's something about what you just talked about that's going to be the passengers that you pick up, the things that somehow are going to benefit you towards getting to that ultimate goal. You may not be able to see it yet, but there's something about it. Again, people that you meet, connections that you make, you may re-envision what you're going to be doing because now you incorporate something else that you see is needed, maybe on the school or student level or something like that. But there's something about this that's going to feed into where you ultimately want to get to. Okay. So not everything's not lost. I guess that's the all of my I mean ultimately I I need you know I want to go somewhere else but there's some technical skills that I need to develop first. And it looks right. like on the job I'm not I'm not really getting the on the job training. Everybody's kind of like well, we need you to come in here and already have this. We don't really have time to train right, you or give give you the time to mess up. We need you to already have this. Right, because when I pulled cards looking at going in that new direction now in terms of the things you have to learn the skills for, the first card that comes up is the reversed Ace of Pentacles. Pentacles is the suit of doing. And the fact that it's reversed says that we can't start this job by not knowing how to do. That Think of it like Pentacles would be apprenticing, be like learning on the job, learning by doing. The reversal of it says we learn and then we do rather than we do as the way of learning. So right. what you're saying is correct in that it's something that you're going to have to somehow learn or gain the skill of prior to being in the job rather than thinking it's something you simply learn on the job. Right, because everybody is, no, so I need to make the money so I can take brush up on some stuff so that at least I come into it with that. Right, and it may be that some of the connections you make doing this job that is connected to the community colleges and things allows you to somehow connect with people that are able to offer you reduced rate or scholarship or something that is able to pay for part or all of you going to school to learn those Oh, skills. no, no, no. It's only it's only for um, – I'm really just going for uh, learning the, the Adobe Creative Suite. That's really, that's really what it is, and mm-hmm. um, HTML. But they, so, but, they have those, but they have those classes in community colleges. And it may be that you connect with someone that's able to say, oh, you know what, why don't you come and just take that class and audit it for free? Or, you know, come and just sit in my class. You may not get credit for it technically, but just to right. be able to sit in there and gain the skill and then go into a job where you already have the training and the skill, even though you didn't technically go to school and get a degree or whatever in it. But that's why I'm right. saying these connections from the community college work may actually connect you with some opportunity where you're able to learn those skills and it isn't going to cost you as much or isn't going to cost you anything so you won't have to worry about saving up as much or saving up in order to be able to do it. Right, right. You're right. So, um, can, I ask, can I ask you one last thing? Okay. Or do we need to move on? That's fine if we need to move on. I, I, well, I can... is, it about this, is it about the same question? Uh, yes, it's not. It's not different. It's still in the same context. Okay. okay. So, the the role that I was telling you about at the community college, there's a director role, and there's more of a um, just a a, a uh, under the, like a, a a 
uh, so there's a director role and then there's the actual reportee role. And with the reportee role, I qualify 100%. And with the director role, I have some exp- I have some experience, but I don't have all the experience. But it doesn't mean that I can't do it. And I'm wondering if applying for the director's role makes sense. Um, I would say no. However, I would say to be very clear when you go in that that is something that you would like to do. Because the chariot card would say if you go in driving the situation, which may even mean making your intentions clear of what you would like to be able to move into, that you would find that they would help you to structure things to be able to move into that quickly. So I don't think that going into it directly is the thing to do, but the uh, making sure that they know that you have those other skills and that that's something that you would be interested in will help put it on the fast track for you to be able to be moving towards, even if you start in the report E role. Okay. So you're saying that that's something that could possibly evolve later on? Yes. And making that clear from the outset, which means you being kind of the driver of the situation, like going in and making it very clear rather than hoping that they'll notice the skills you have without you having said you're interested in that director role, making it very clear that that's the kind of position you would be interested in is what will put it on the fast track, even if you're coming in at the the lesser role initially. Okay. Okay, perfect. Okay. That's that's all all I needed to know. Thank you. You are more than welcome. Enjoy the day. Thank you. Okay. So from there, we're going to go to area code 951. Are you there, caller, from area code 951? Hi, yes, I am here. This is Natasha from California. Well, welcome, Natasha. Thanks for calling in. What is it that we can look at for you today? Um, I just wanted to see what you see coming up for relationships for me, if you see anything coming up. So you're not in a relationship right now. You just want to see if there are new relationships right. coming at, at some point. All right. Exactly. Sorry if that shuffling was really loud all of a sudden. <laughs> That's okay. So they're they're likely to come slowly over time rather than right around the corner. Um, we don't want you to necessarily be. We don't want the search for relationship to be this huge effort and struggle that you're putting into things. Um, we want you to relax into it. I will say that, you know, because the Hermit card pops up here, the Hermit card is a bit introspective and is sometimes a card of aloneness, but that just means having some alone time. Um, It may mean use, well, everything here, it's interesting because we have all of these wands cards reversed. Wands is fire, so it says that when I say not right around the corner, I would say not at least until after the summer. Uh, And between now and then, we would want you to put more emphasis on um, strengthening the relationship to the self 
so that you can come to an understanding of one, the, the relationship patterns that you have experienced previously, being able to honestly and objectively look at what your part was in creating or perpetuating those patterns so that you can start to change those and enter into new relationships differently or in a healthier way. And if you can do that between now and through the summer, then probably as we move out of the summer and into fall and forward, you would find one, that you would be able to start finding relationships easier, but also the relationships you do find, you would find would be more healthy and would develop in a different way rather than falling into or repeating the same pattern or cycle of relationship experiences that you've had previously. Um, and, you know, and, and everything here is saying to just take it slow, but that could also indicate how you approach relationships. When new relationships come along, ease into them or move into them slowly rather than rushing into them or moving too quickly in them. And that, uh, you know, if you find somebody else is trying to move a relationship along too quickly, let that be a warning sign to you to step away. And also to watch yourself that you're not, because sometimes we can just get really excited or, you know, that kind of thing. Watch yourself. So if you suddenly are kind of pushing or rushing or speeding along into a relationship, pull back a little bit to just slow it down to a nice Sunday drive level (laughs) rather than a racetrack level. Um, And that's what will help to serve the relationships well, because it means they have time to organically and naturally develop rather than to develop really quickly but then end up burning out because they kind of flame out as a result of being too quick, too fast, too hot. Right. Okay. But I think that the the best, the, the most likely time that you're going to start having prospects for new relationships that are going to be healthier, of course, as long as you've done your own work, the most likely time when new relationship possibilities are going to start opening up that are going to be healthier and be able to be different from the pattern of relationships you may have experienced before is not going to be until after the summer. So just kind of relax, enjoy yourself, do your own thing until then, and then start putting a little more emphasis and focus on seeking those out as well as paying attention to what starts to come into your realm of possibility um, after the summer. After the summer. Okay. Okay. Will do. All right. Any questions about that? Okay. No, that is it. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling in. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So from there, we're going to go to area code 248. Are you there, caller, from area code 248? I'm here. My name is Mike. I'm calling from Arizona. Well, welcome to the show, Mike, and thanks for calling in. What is it that we could look at for you today? Yeah, well, I would be curious uh, in regards to been working on a few things and uh, incoming money in the next, like, 30 days. Now, when you say you're working on a few things, are there certain things that you are hoping or anticipating are going to start bringing in money in the next 30 days, or is it just an overall sense of how money is going to be flowing in the next 30 days? 
Uh, no, there's there's items in particular. There's uh, there's definitely a, 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 item, a one situation where um, uh, a deal's gone to contract, and now we're just waiting for them to follow through on one last step that they need to do. And so that would probably be the main one. And then there's there's a you know there's a uh, something that can move pretty quickly next week um, if everything checks out. So. Okay. So, in a general overall sense, um, I would say, well, I would say that the challenges or the, the things that were pushing back or kind of felt as if they might have been getting in the way of um, wherever the money would start flowing from are starting to loosen up. So okay. it, it'd be kind of like if you were sitting in traffic, then it's like traffic is at least starting to move. It hasn't exactly opened up to, to maximum speed yet, but at least it's starting to open up and move and things are starting to shift and to happen. Um, right. I, and especially within the next one to three months, the Queen of Pentacles is here in the short term. So that would indicate that things are really going to start um leveling off and taking root and starting to pay off queen of pentacles oftentimes is kind of like when things start to come into bloom so we're going to start seeing the fruits of our labor coming into bloom over the next one to three months so it does seem as if things that you have been setting in motion or laying the groundwork for are going to start paying off and and uh, coming to fruition uh, in the next one to three months um I would especially think you will see most of that around the time of Taurus, because that's the next Earth sign, and Taurus is uh, March 20th through April 20th. Okay. So uh, that, that's when I would anticipate to really start to see things. It's kind of like walking out and seeing the little buds on the tree, and then suddenly we walk out and we start seeing fruit on the tree. It's seeing fruit on the tree is probably more towards that late March into April time frame but we will start to see the buds of it before that, of course. Um, and it, it, the reason I asked if there were specific things, because I also like to pull cards on specific things if there are. And so the first thing that you mentioned in terms of the... Um, the contract? Yes. Um, there's still something to be hashed out there. Yes. Uh, it's as if we're still kind of working out terms. And when when was the contract signed? Um, was it last in, week? Late last week. Okay. So one of the reasons why we're probably seeing this is, and you may have, if you've been listening to the show, heard me mention a number of times Mercury retrograde. Um, right. That signing things, signing things and finalizing things during a Mercury retrograde can often be problematic in the sense that something is forgotten or something somebody comes back to revisit and says, well, I want to change the terms of this or, you know, this wasn't mentioned <laughs> or I didn't read the fine print. Um, and so the Five of Wands says we still have to hash that out. Now, the nice thing is that the Five of Wands, Wands is fire, so it tends to be or it can be fairly quick process because the fire tends right. to be quick. Um, this could say that we can hash it out within five days once the hashing out process begins. Think of Five of Wands like a brainstorming session. And what you have to do is you have to allow everybody to come to the table and throw out their ideas rather than one person trying to come in and dictate or lead how things are going to be. Um, 
so you want to encourage that kind of environment or that kind of a negotiation hashing out process. Um, wands is fire, so it may say that we're able to hash this out but finally come to some sort of a understanding or resolution in Aries. Now, Aries isn't going to start until... January, uh, February, uh, March, okay. <laughs> so, um, and I, I think that I told you the wrong dates. So Taurus is April 20th to May 20th. Did I say that previously? Or did I say uh, March? No, you said March 20th to All April right. 20th. All right. So we're just going to shift that slightly. Taurus is actually March 20th, uh, sorry, April 20th to May 20th. So that's when you'll start to see the fruits on the trees. And okay. um, Aries is March 20th to April 20th. So this five of wands would say that this particular situation with the contract may be heading into the hashing out process and that you would probably be able to come to some sort of conclusion or understanding of what that will be in Aries within that March to April 20th time period, which is probably where we would see the buds, and that's why we would then see the fruits as of April 20th to May 20th. Um, So just know that with that particular situation, there's still some hashing out, and you really want to encourage a brainstorming process, and everybody gets to throw their ideas out on the table rather than one person trying to dictate or lead. Yeah, with with, with that current situation, with um, they've they've signed the 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 agreement, and basically they have to send a banking instrument uh, to our our group, and we're just waiting for that banking instrument to be sent. Um, and for some reason he was saying it was going to take like 10 days or something like that. So um, we've agreed to terms on our side finally, but initially it was going back and forth just like as you were saying, a lot of, um, you know, like really back nitpicking and and different things like that. So now we we just have to wait on action on their part. Right. Well, I, I would still say if they sign or send it before next Friday, then part of what this ever so slight delay may be is that they somebody will have forgotten to sign on one line. Okay. You know that that that's a very Mercury retrograde kind of thing. Like all of the all of the I's weren't dotted, all of the T's weren't crossed, and it could just be one thing that was overlooked. But it just creates a delay because it means well now we have to send it back to them, and then they have to sign it, and they have to send it back to us. And that's where the five of wands could come in. That there may be a like a five day period where that little back and forth process has to happen just to rectify something that was overlooked or not done or misunderstood in the initial thing. Um, And then for the second situation that you talked about, um, the reversed two of wands comes up, but remind me what that situation was. (laughs) Uh, Basically I have, uh, it was kind of like a uh, little negotiation. He wanted to know what kind of terms he could get with us. With, before really providing any real information, so we satisfied that um, the other day over the, uh, on Saturday, and uh, he said he'll revert back to us after you know speaking to his legal uh, Monday and uh, on whether uh, he's going to move forward or not. Okay, so what comes up for that is the two of wands reversed, and. On the one hand, two of wands can be nice to see reversed because it does represent action. And it's action on things that are already in front of us or already on the table rather than looking for or waiting for some other option or some other opportunity before ever doing anything. 
So that could tell us there's nothing left to really offer, that we have to just work with what's already on the table. We can't try to find some other option or somebody isn't waiting for some other thing to be presented. Um, the challenge with this is that the Two of Wands reversed. Two of Wands is a card of partnership, and usually it's creative or business partnership, but it's just that idea of somehow partnering or working with somebody else in those realms. And the reversal can show us that either it's not a very viable or right relationship or that one person is going to try to dictate how it goes rather than it being a true partnership because what happens with two of wands is that the, the people involved aren't all they don't all have the same vision and so one person's trying to steamroll their vision over and make it what happens even at the expense of somebody else's vision and sure. That's going to be what either gets in the way or is going to be long-term problematic, even if this ends up becoming a deal, because there seems to be very different <laughs> visions about what this is or how this is going to work. And one person is probably going to try to steamroll the other side in order to get what they want out of it, even at the expense of the other side. Um, and and we run a bigger risk of this because as of March 2nd, we go into Mars retrograde. Mars tends to be a planet of ambition, aggressiveness, and that kind of thing, which is good. I mean, it's that fire that makes us go after things. The reversal or the, the retrograde of it, oftentimes people become overly aggressive. They lash out or it's it's kind of like going from warrior fighting for a good cause to warrior going in to uh, subjugate someplace else just in order to take for themselves. Right. And so that's what I would caution you to be on the lookout for with this. And either that will be something they try to push and not getting what they want will cause them to say that I'm not going to do this. Because it's basically going to come down to that with this card in Mars Retrograde. is It says, either right. you give me what I want or I'm not going to do it. There's like no room for <laughs> negotiation right. or seeing somebody else's side. And I would look at this and say to be willing to accept that rather than to try to find a way to work around it or to compromise what you are offering in any way just to get the business per se because it's really not going to be worth it for what you're going to have to deal with or put up with. No, that makes sense. Now, um, so, with that being said, would would you see the, uh, that I would have to get a, uh, uh, a kind of a part-time job in the meantime um, to kind of supplement? Or I, I think I'm good for the next sev uh, several months uh, financially. Um, but, uh, you know, I just kind of well, yeah, look at that. I mean, the, the initial cards that came up, I would say, if nothing else, you're probably really financially stable at least through the fall if not okay. almost okay. through the end of the year. So I don't. if you're thinking you need to get a part-time job right away in some way, I think that what's going to be coming about from the first thing that we talked about, especially as it yep. starts to come to fruition in that um, late April, early May time frame, is going to be more than enough to sustain you and give you material stability through yep. the fall, if Absolutely. not the end of the year. So don't dilute your energy and your focus by thinking, oh, I better go get a part-time job just out of fear when right. these things need to be cultivated. I mean, again, think of kind of like a garden. Let's make sure we maintain our focus and keep these things cultivated so that they don't 
you know, suddenly lack water or suddenly starts to yep. wither on the vine because I haven't been taking good enough care of them because that yep. would not be very wise. Uh, plus, it's not very needed or necessary. Gotcha. And, I, gotcha. and, and, and I think that, you know, because Nine of Pentacles follows the Queen of Pentacles and Nine of Pentacles is in the long term. Nine of Pentacles is a card of independence, self-sufficiency, um, that we're reaping what it is that we've sown and we have created this self-sufficient world for ourselves where we're not lacking anything. Um, so it seems as if what you're doing is moving you in the right direction for uh, sustainability, for financial um, independence. And then that creates the ability for you to choose how you work and what you focus on rather than feeling as if I have to just go out and get a part-time job just because I... I in desperately in need of something. I don't think that that's in, that's not indicated anywhere here. So I don't think you have to worry about that side of things. Wonderful. It's all, all right. good. Excellent. Thank well, you so much. Thanks, I appreciate it. Thanks for being willing to call in and do this. And at the risk of being political, even if you don't agree, I'm going to say, you know, talk to your legislatures and get them to like come to their senses about some of these laws they're passing because they're crazy. Um, oh, amen, amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> Just thought I'd toss that out there. So thanks and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You as well. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So from there, let's go to area code 856. Six. Are you there, caller from 856, area code? Yes. Thanks so much for taking my call. You're welcome. What's your name and where are you calling from? Laura, and I'm in New Jersey. New Jersey. All right. What is it that we can look at for you today? I was wondering if you see me making a move anytime soon to another state for a job. And is this, is this already something that you're trying to decide between whether to stay where you are and make the move, or are you just wondering if that's going to be something coming up sometime in the future for you? Wondering if that's going to be coming up in the future. I have okay. I applied to a couple of different positions in different states, and I'm just wondering if anything's going to come of that. Okay, uh, so um, we can. I think it's better if we look at those specifically. So, how many states? How many places have you applied to? When you say a couple, is just it two? Choose. Yeah, just okay. two so far. So, can you just maybe just say the two states? Georgia and North Carolina. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull cards for each one of those options, and we're going to see which seems to be more indicated. Um, so... Of the two, the stronger option that would be best for you is Georgia. Georgia. Hmm. And any, uh, any reason why? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, so the first card that comes up for Georgia is the Ace of Pentacles. And Ace of Pentacles represents new environment, new job, uh, buying a new house, uh, you know, all of those kind of things. So first of all, we have a card that very literally responds to what you're asking about. 
Secondly, okay. Ace of Pentacles also shows that there seems to be a greater ability to be able to establish roots in some way in that place. So you may find that you really connect with the land or the people, but there's an ability to really go there and feel stable, to feel secure, to feel like you have your feet on the ground, and um, uh, really kind of establish that sense of balance. Um, the first card, it was North Carolina for the other state, right? Um, yeah. The, the first card for North Carolina, in contrast, is the Three of Swords. Now, Three of Swords... Usually if I just tell people the traditional image of the Three of Swords, they already know kind of what it indicates. Three of Swords is usually represented by a heart with three swords through it. So as you might imagine, that's not the most pleasant of images. Uh, and so Three of Swords can represent heartbreak or just um, not being happy or feeling as if we have lost something. So it seems as if North Carolina would end up being more disappointing for you than you might think it would be. Or you, it, okay. it'd be like saying, I have my heart set on North Carolina because I think that's going to be great. And then I get there and suddenly my heart is, quote unquote, broken because it doesn't live up to what I had envisioned or what I thought it would be. And that's a very stark contrast to that Ace of Pentacles for Georgia. Um, the card that follows the Ace of Pentacles for Georgia is the King of Cups. And King of Cups can be a card of emotional stability of great happiness and satisfaction and fulfillment. And this is kind of in the long term or the big picture aspect. So it seems as if Georgia really, and are you in a relationship right now? No. Okay. So King of Cups can also indicate that finding someone that will be our heart's desire or will be the kind of emotionally mature and stable relationship and relationship partner that we're looking for is Georgia seems to be where you're much more likely to be able to encounter and find that. And that may be one of the benefits of going there, even if it seems like that might not be your top choice. Um, but getting there and the key to get to that is that Ace of Pentacles. So it says that's the step to get to that, which means the work situation is the step to get to that King of Cups and that relationship possibility, as well as just your own happiness and satisfaction there. Um, and on the North Carolina side, the card that is parallel to the King of Cups for North Carolina is the Fool. So there's a much bigger chance that you're taking by North Carolina's uh, direction. And the Fool is more of a jumping off point into something new rather than moving towards something that is stable and that we're at for a while. So that sense of feeling rooted or being able to set down roots and feel grounded and stable and secure in, on the Georgia side is kind of starkly contrasted on the North Carolina side because the Fool card would be saying, yes, we may go to North Carolina. It probably won't live up to what it is that we thought or hoped it would be. And then it ends up being just a jumping off point to go to someplace else rather than someplace that we can kind of settle down and establish ourselves in some way over the long term. So Georgia seems to offer that much more. So I would put more emphasis on pursuing or trying to work that Georgia side rather than the North Carolina side. Hmm. Okay. Um, any any idea about time frame-wise and if they'll pay my relocation? If you could find that out, I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, let's see. So 
know if you were listening earlier, I just have to look up these full moon dates for you. Um, Because it's indicated for a full moon in Aries. And let's see when that's going to be. I don't think that's very far away, actually. And while you're at it, see when the romance is coming in, too. Well, the romance, the romance side of things isn't going to come until after you've made the move. So in some ways it says, let's not worry about that so much because we want to make the right move in the right direction towards where that's waiting for you first. Right, then, and that's Georgia, then, right? Then that will come. Yeah, okay. and Georgia is that direction. Um, what are we now, Pisces? Well, I mean, to me, there's a much stronger sense this is going to be more towards, like, it almost would indicate that you wouldn't really hear about it until maybe after or around Gemini, which is May 20th to June 20th. And then you would really kind of start or move there or get settled into, and this is on the Georgia side, around the beginning of fall, which would be September. Wow, that's a really long time. (laughs) It is, but the fact that there's, you know, paperwork to do and things to do for relocation. And and if you were listening earlier when I mentioned, this is way back early in the show, um, astrologically, the first half of this year through July is, let us just say, challenging. (laughs) Because... There's all sorts of retrogrades as well as some other things going on. The last half of April especially is going to be quite challenging. Um, But what we'll experience is a lot of delays and a lot of one step forward, three steps back kind of thing and in the first six months of this year roughly. So the key, though, is not so much that what's happening is about giving up, like something isn't going to happen. It just seems to move slower than we think, or it encounters delays or obstacles that set it back that have to be dealt with in order for it to move forward again. After July, things really shift and open up and expand, and things are able to fully move forward and probably will feel as if they're suddenly moving forward very quickly, but that's more in relationship to how slow or how bogged down they felt prior to that. So I think that even though there may be some movement around this over the next few months, that there will be things that cause delays or obstacles to it happening right away, and that the opportunity, ability, or timing for it will start to open up after July, which is why we would see probably moving there or settling in in September. It doesn't mean nothing is happening or that you wouldn't hear anything, but it's like them saying, yes, we want to hire you and have you come to live here, but we have to wait until next quarter in order to figure out what the budget will allow for relocation expenses. So all of a sudden, next quarter is second quarter, which is going to be April, May, June anyway. So they have to wait until then to see what the budget's going to allow. And then they may say that, okay, then we can start to budget for this, but we can't have you move here and start until third quarter because that's when our next quarter's budget kicks in or that's when we'll be able to put it in the budget for moving you or that's when we can have the position start or whatever it is kind of thing. So well, one of the of things one of the things I really want is to be able to purchase a home. I really don't want to have to move into an apartment and then have to move again 
Well, you're going I'm to be hoping much... that I can. Yeah, would I be able to? Do you see me being able to move right into a home at that it, point, or am I? Yeah. Yes, because Ace of Pentacles on the Georgia side would be much more indicative of being able to, it's kind of like purchasing something real, or that's like the establishing roots, being able to do something that is something establishing what is going to be long-term rather than something that is short-term. So the, the Georgia side seems to be offering you those kinds of opportunities as part of that direction. Whereas that Three of Swords, for example, and the Fool card on the North Carolina side tells us, A, the Three of Swords, you wouldn't be very happy because you'd probably end up in a situation like you were just talking about. And B, the Fool card is about leaping or jumping. So there's a sense of having to kind of leap from here to here or jump from this location to this location as part of the North Carolina direction. So based on what you're saying, you're really wanting and looking for it continues to show us why Georgia is much more well indica- indicated as the direction. Well, I have, I have a friend in Georgia who has a house, but I don't want to move in with her even on a temporary basis if I can help it. Um, that's the only thing. I mean, I really I like well, her, but, you know, I don't know I, if I, I could... I, well, I, but I wouldn't see this as moving in with her on a temporary basis. It may be that you go and you stay with her for a couple of weeks while your stuff is being sent down and that kind of thing. But it's 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 extremely temporary. It's not it's not actually moving in with her. It's just going okay. and staying with her while the other things are being you know either in transit or things are getting settled and everything is going through like finalizing on a house or whatever but it's it's extremely temporary in the sense of more like a long-term visit with your friend rather than moving in with your friend and then seeing that as kind of like where you live for some period of time before living someplace else it's just that that place to stay during the transition period. Well, okay, so I have a question about the house. There's a house that I have my eye on that I saw on the Internet last year, and it's still on, it's still for sale, and it's a greenhouse. Green as in environment. Green as in color or green as in environmental? Green as in color on the outside. It's kind of like a rustic house, rustic green. It's not like a neon bright green, but it's more rustic. Okay. And I really like the home, and I was hoping I would be able to get that. Well, pulling but if a card. It, if, I, if it's not meant to be, that's okay, too. I mean, you know, I yeah. understand that. Well, pull, pulling a card specifically for this is um, the reverse temperance card. And the concern I would have there with the reversal is that it'd be kind of like saying you're getting in over your head. So I would either worry that it might be a little bit out of the price range that would be comfortable for you or that there are some issues with that house that you may not be aware of that would become more problematic and cost you more. Especially with the temperance card reverse, we would oftentimes look for water damage or plumbing issues or things like that that would suddenly come up or surface after you're in there that would make it not quite so great. <laughs> um, yeah. okay. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't get too set on that particular house, and I would continue searching for the right place rather than okay. thinking you had already found it a long time ago and then have just kind of gotten attached to that place. 
Okay. That's good advice. Thank you. appreciate that. All right. Thank you so much. I appreciate the reading. Thank you. You're more than welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. So let's see. From there, what shall we do? Let us go to area code... Oh. Uh, Did I already... Area code 954? Yes, hello. Oh, hello. I was worried that I was going back to somebody I'd already talked to. (laughs) Oh, no, Uh, I've been quite a while. Thank you so much. Uh, My name is Pam, and um, I am trying to sell my home because of a financial uh, situation. And um, it's slow moving, and the expenses are are growing uh, way beyond (laughs) what I can control right now. And uh, I've also been hit with a legal dispute that has to be resolved uh, very quickly. And I'm wondering uh, how all this is going to play out, if I'm actually going to stay here until I sell and get this legal thing resolved. How do you feel about this? Hello? Um, how, how long have you had it on the market? About uh, since October. Okay. So the first card that comes up, um, well, we have two cards that come up that are, well, we have many cards actually, but the first two cards that come up are very promising because um, they're both eights. Eight is a number of um, seeing tangible results or manifestation of what it is we've been working towards or trying to do. And... And Eight of Cups and Eight of Wands are both what appears here. Um, Eight of Wands tends to be a card of speed, so it does indicate that things are probably going to start picking up speed or happening very quickly. I would anticipate right after the 1st of March you'll probably see things suddenly happen very quickly. Um, Eight of Cups, the reason I asked how long you'd had it on the market, because Eight of Cups would probably say this is going to be about a total of an eight-month process, but I want you to go back to when it started, not from now. Okay. Um, yeah. So October, November, November December, January, February, March. So you know we're we're five months into it, okay. and this may indicate three more months. Doesn't mean it wouldn't do anything until then, but that's probably how long it's going to take when you are able to let go of it. Eight of Cups tends to be about letting go of something and walking away. Around um, May, then March, April, yeah, yeah. But I think that with the Eight of Wands coming right after that, we're probably going to see things picking up and starting to happen very quickly, very soon. So I think that, and the reason I say after the 1st of March, um, we could probably see either after the 1st of March or maybe even around March 20th, because Wands is fire, which would be Aries. So I think that everything will start to really pick up speed and starts to move quickly towards the finish line as we move into Aries, which starts March 20th and goes through April 20th. Um, so selling a price like what I'm asking or close to it? Uh, you, you, you may either have to accept what you're asking. It, it won't really be much. If it was below, it wouldn't hardly be anything below. It's because eight, eight of cups especially is just the willingness to say, okay, you know what? This has served its purpose or this is enough, but it's now time for me to emotionally let go and move on. So it's it's kind of not trying to fight to enter into some sort of a negotiation process or bidding process or whatever versus being able okay. to say, okay, you know what? That's enough. That's fine. I'm going to take that and I'm just going to move on, which 
would probably mean it's going to be around what you're asking or whatever is comfortable for you around that range um, because it doesn't have to just be something that's horrible that we're letting go of. It's just that we're willing to take it and let go and move on. Um, just this weekend, I decided to come down quite a bit in price. That That's probably why we see the Eight of Wands saying that things are going to suddenly start moving faster. Uh-huh. Because that's More going to in line of what others are, are asking. Yeah. And that's going to um, set in motion that ability for things to happen. Great. Um, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, that's okay. Uh, plus, the, the hangman card is reversed next to that, which shows us that we've been hanging around or patient long enough. So we don't. things are starting to happen. Things are starting to take action. We're not going to be hanging around for very much longer. Um, and then the three of wands comes up, and that's in the short term in the next. And again, the three of wands being in the next one to three months shows us that this is likely to be able to be finished and we're able to expand or move outward to wherever we're going next the three months, which puts us right in the same time range between now and May. Um, so, and the temperance card is right after that. So everything here is really pointing to where, one, the action that you have just taken is probably part of what is setting in motion this being able to move towards conclusion within the next one to three months, much quicker than it seemed as if it was going. Um, I have a legal issue that um, has a deadline on it. I'm getting some legal advice next week. Is that going to be pretty much resolved in my favor? Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? 12-8. Okay. So 20, 33, Well, you're in a good year for, uh, and by year I mean birthday to birthday, but for you that's practically calendar year. Um, you're in a good year for seeing things go in your favor in that way as long as you are approaching them objectively and fairly and not trying to get out of something more than what it is that you really do if you will you know so it's like saying if i got hurt in a wreck and i take somebody to court for it instead of trying to get them to pay medical costs for what happened in the wreck and then an extra three million dollars let it go and you know, so that I don't come out owing, like, you know, something I've already paid, in other words. Right. It's it's just doing what is right and what is fair, rather than trying to go above and beyond or screw somebody or, you know, that kind of thing. But we've already seen the example of that with the house situation, that you decided to lower the price to what is more in line with what everything uh- else is going for and what we're seeing is as a result of that we've come into that fairness and objective place and now we're going to see that things suddenly start to move forward in our favor so similarly um, now should i should i try i mean because i'm afraid that i'm behind one or two payments on the mortgage should i try to have them work out a refinance or will this all work out work itself out without me going through all this other process for a second time in a year yeah, I, I would see this because, again, we have kind of that eight of cups, which is kind of walking away from something. So I would say it's not about trying to refinance once again versus that this is probably going to start moving forward and happening quickly enough that you won't really have to worry about or deal with that part of things. Okay, that's my biggest worry that, you know, it's going to be trying to pull a rug out from underneath me or something. And when I'm trying to move forward, that's, you know, the issue. I've already realized that I've got a problem and I'm trying to resolve it. 
you know, so you don't feel anything threatening. I would have time to, Right, you know. especially because we have both the Three of Wands and the Temperance card in the, the future positions. And Three of Wands would say that what's happening, it, the short-term impact of what's going to be happening over the next couple of months is that it's going to open up your possibilities rather than limit them. So it seems as if like selling the house and that kind of thing is going to allow you to pay what you owe and that kind of thing rather than having to go through the refinance process. The temperance card in the long term says everything is starting to move towards balancing out uh, and flowing more evenly and that kind of thing. So I, I look at this and say you don't have to worry about trying to do a refinance and all of that versus this is going to start happening fairly quickly and what happens as a result is going to allow you to simply deal with whatever it is you owe and that kind of thing and be able to walk away from it cleanly and completely so that you can then look forward to the future and figure out where do I go next rather than having all of these untied loose ends. Right. That's my kind of my next worry is I don't I can't really make a decision on where to move yet because I I don't know, you know, about the buyer. Do you, do you feel I probably will downsize, but I want to stay in the area? Are you picking up anything about a new location? Well, 3 of wands actually for me would indicate more looking a little bit beyond the it's kind of like looking outside of your own backyard. So it's it, three of wands tends to be expansion. Sometimes it's like foreign travel, but it's just this idea of looking outward beyond the borders that we're used to living within. So I would actually encourage you to start looking or considering a little bit further and beyond where you're thinking and maybe just outside of the area you've been in. Um, it doesn't always have to be a long ways away, but I just think that right in your area isn't necessarily, and here I think maybe energetically it's just not right for you to stay within that very confined area that we want you to so kind I'm of in get a, out I'm of I'm in that. like large, a large community, and I'm thinking of getting out of the whole scope of the community and just outside of that. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, not like I'd want to go to another city or anything, because they do have a lot of contacts here, both spiritually and personally. No, it, um, again, it doesn't. It doesn't mean you have to go to like another city. It just means okay. you need to be someplace where there's kind of fresh air and fresh circulation for you to engage in. So, even if it's like I move from the east side to the west side of the city that I live in or something, it's just moving outside of the area, my backyard that I'm used to being in to something that is a bit different or a bit beyond that. Do you feel like it'll be like a, a condo type of setting community where I would be with other people rather than being, you know, like in a house on my own, I think? I'm thinking of renting this time. Um, well, actually the thing that came up is when I pulled cards for both of those options is more of a house of your own. But the temperance card would say that you're still in a house of your own, but integrated in a community. So think of, you know, instead of it being a condo and, and that kind of an idea, it might be a house that's in like a, a retirement community where people live in their own houses, but it's still kind of this community area. And so they still have community events and all of that kind of thing for all the people that live there in that community, but they still live in their own houses rather than a condo that's connected to and just in a building with other units. Will it be smaller or around the same size? Or do you get any feeling about... Mm, I I would anticipate smaller because Knight of Pentacles comes, Knights are the adolescents. If we had Queen and King, then I would anticipate it's the same size or bigger. 
But the fact oh. that we go back to a night shows us that we're downsizing some, but not greatly. So not greatly. We have the, really yeah, the, the page comes before the night. So you have child, which is the page, night, which is the adolescent, queen and king, which is the adult. The fact that the night came up would show that it's like saying we go from a 3,000 square foot house to, say, a 1,500 square foot house, but we're not going down to an 800 square foot condo. Right, so, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it is downsizing, but it doesn't have to be dramatic. Not dramatic, yeah, because of the, the furniture situation and all that, I was hoping not to have to, you know, have a real big, um, ch- you know, change as far as physical, something that yes. would accommodate maybe. Yes, but do, but do look at something smaller, but it doesn't have to be ridiculously small in comparison. Correct, correct. That's exactly what I have in mind. And and pet friendly, of course, because I have two cats. So. <laughs> yes. Well, but that but you get you're able to get that much more readily if you're looking at buying your own house rather than being in a condo where there may be other rules that can hinder. I'm in that. a condo now, and I have my my pets. So. Well, yes, um, but it can be more difficult because that yeah. means there's a larger group of people that are setting rules about those kind of things, whereas if you get your own house, then you get to determine whether you're going to allow pets or not. <laughs> Do you think I'm going to buy again? I really was not thinking about that. Well, Knight of Pentacles would say yes, but um, don't don't discount the idea. Okay. I've just had a lot of issues with owning, and it hasn't been too promising so yeah I thought I was going to be here a long time (laughs) but that's why why being in a community like a a retirement community or something like that that's why being in a community sometimes can help to mitigate some of that because you have a community that helps to support it's kind of like that you know like in a retirement community it's kind of like having some of the infrastructure and support that you would get being in a condo complex but you're still in your own house rather than having to be in a condo so Right. Think of it that way and maybe look for opportunities that are somehow related to that. Well, it will probably be shown. I mean, I have a realtor. We think he'll find something. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you think by May I should be on my way in, in, yes. in a process? All right. I appreciate that so much. You just don't know. <laughs> Give me All some right. hope. Thank All you. Right. Very good. Thanks for calling in. Many Many blessings. Bye-bye. You too. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we will come back, and we will continue down the line. Um, Our next caller is calling from area code 919. So if you're calling from area code 919, stay tuned and be prepared, because after the break, we'll be coming to you.
You're listening to LIVE On Air Readings with your Firefly Willows LIVE hosts on Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. Enjoy the show. And you're listening to Firefly Willows L-I-V-E And this is our monthly call-in show Which happens every fourth Sunday of each month My name is Hi C And if you like a reading You can get into the queue by Skyping in Or calling 646-716-5510 Though I will warn you I think that we have plenty of people in the queue now That if you called in now to get in the queue We probably wouldn't be able to get to you But feel free to call in any fourth Sunday of each month Or Uh, You can call in during any of my shows during the month, Revolution, which is the second Sunday of each month, or the Amethyst Oracle Divination with a Queer Twist, which is the second Tuesday of each month. Both of those shows also have call-in segments during the show, so those are some other opportunities to call in as well. So we're going to continue with our callers, and we're going to go to area code 919. Uh, Are you there, caller, from area code 919? Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. I can hear you. Can you tell us your name and where you're calling from? It's Sandra. <laughs> I've been holding. I didn't realize that you were going to have time to uh, get to me on, in the queue, but I'm so happy. Hooray. Uh, and where, where are <laughs> so you calling from? Before. I'm from uh, North Carolina, uh, but you and I met in Los Gatos, California, at Inner Journey. And so... From there to New York to North Carolina, I'm a fan for life, of course. <laughs> I love you so and, much. And I'm you sure you're... You need to know how fabulous you are and how on point you are with all your readings and your periscopes, by the way. So I totally, absolutely, I love you and adore you, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, and, I, and I'm sure you're not missing the winter in Los Gatos in the least. Oh, I do miss California. My friends will torture me with pictures on Facebook, like, this is what you're missing. When are you moving back? And I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Maybe it's in my future. We'll see. Yes. Um, so, so I have a couple of questions. Okay. Now because, I'm going to encourage you to pick um, the one that's most important to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is kind of funny because I'm really happy to talk to you because I haven't talked to you in a bit. So, but the question is actually kind of serious. I'm just going to get a more serious tone here because we had actually a private reading um, probably over a year and a half ago, and it was about my mom's health. She's been, um, we've been kind of a little bit of a roller coaster 
with her health and everything. And I think the last time we did a reading, I think she was entering into a death year. I think it's how you said it. And so I've been really just um, just trying to keep her healthy and do right by her. And so I was wondering if that still looked like the same or if anything's changed since our, our last reading. So um, what's the day and month of her birth? Five, two. Okay. Okay. And I I just want to mention not only for you, but anybody listening, that... Mm -hmm. You know, when you say that she was in a death here, that has to do with calculations regarding year numbers and year cards and that kind of thing that go from birthday to birthday. And that a death year doesn't always have to mean that someone is physically going to die, but it can also be the year in which we feel as if the person we knew dies. Uh So if they, like somebody has Alzheimer's or something like that, it can be the year Mm -hmm. where there is a significant change or downturn where it seems as if that person Mm -hmm. has, quote unquote, died in some way. Um, So I just wanted to say that because I don't want people freaking out that are listening when they're like, oh my God, what is going on? Uh, (laughs) Sorry. But she was, I just looked, just to clarify, just like she was in a really bad place where I thought I was going to lose her. So when we talked about that, I mean, it didn't seem like it was so like, oh my, like obviously, like, you know, like you just, in, like you feel like, oh my gosh, am I going to lose my mother? Um, but it's not, not necessarily like where I was so accepting of it as well. Like, oh, it's her death year. Okay, well, I can't, you know, like there's nothing I can do to, to stop it. But it's not, you know, I don't want also to confuse anybody like, it's not cool. <laughs> right. Just because she got that card or because it came out that way, but um, you know, things were kind of touch and go there for a while. But, I mean, we kind of come through it on the other side. She's obviously not going to – she's definitely – I would agree with what you just said, like how, like, the person she used to be, she's totally a different person. Like, this left her in a much weaker place yeah. now. So the cards that are coming up now would indicate that in some ways either she is stabilized or that she is still holding on, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And – that's not a bad thing, of course. Right. Uh, but what it does show us is that we we aren't really anticipating any sort of great change or improvement, if that would be the appropriate word, depending on the situation, that we're not right. really anticipating that. So okay. just consider where we're at as status quo. It's not really going mm-hmm. to change or go up from here. It may just kind of hang here for a while. Um, okay. And, you know, the card that's coming up for you is the Four of Wands reversed. And what that's what that asks of you is, mm-hmm. on the one hand, the reversal says it's time to start energetically, which can be both energetically in terms of the energy that you operate within, as well as the energy you're putting into something, um, to energetically start divorcing yourself from the situation. Um, think of it like Four of Wands is a card of participation. And so reversing it says that either we're not participating or we need to start cutting back or stopping participating in a process. Uh, 
And so it's interesting mm-hmm. how you phrased this initially when you were asking, because you said you've been doing everything you can to help keep her healthy or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And what this is asking is to perhaps start stepping back from doing everything you can to keep something the way that you would like it to be and to energetically withdraw so that things can just kind of be the way that they want and need to be, even if it's not the way we would like to see them. I think in in doing that, I do like I'm trying to, I guess for me, I'm trying the guilt because as a caregiver and a daughter on on top of that, it's just you, you don't want it to be where like, you know, God forbid when day filing comes, like I just want to feel satisfied I did everything I could possibly have done. You know what I mean? But are are but I would ask you to just sit and ponder this question. You don't have to answer it right now, of course. But just right. <laughs> use this as food for thought. Um, are you holding on to something or forcing a situation to continue because that's what you need? rather than that's what's best for the person or situation. No, I, and, I, to be honest with you, because I'm, like, I'm in therapy right now because I feel like I'm too, how do I put it? Like I do, I see it because I've like put my life on hold to completely focus on my mother and like I'm working to just have more balance in my life because we've been doing it for so long. You know how like they say, what is it, is it 21 days or three months for something to become a habit? Like, can you imagine what it's like after you've been doing something for a couple of years? It's just like, I don't know my life to be any other way. And I'm, like, really trying to work to just, can we just, I really want to balance back in my life where it's not just right. all doing one thing. You know, I'm, I don't feel like I'm doing anything towards my own career or my own life. But I also, I know there's I, there's a balance that can be found between taking care of my mother and not putting my career on hold. Right. But and, and that's that can be part of what I was talking about in terms of energetically withdrawing your participation at, to right. some extent, because it says I have okay. to stop putting all of my energy into participating in simply trying to maintain her situation and step back. Think of it like losing myself to a relationship mm-hmm. where I go into a relationship and I completely lose who I am to the relationship mm-hmm. and I allow that to go on for long enough and then years go by and suddenly I forget who I am anymore. And if I'm confronted yeah. with having to go back out into the world and establish my identity or if somebody says, well, what would you really want to do if you just had your choice? And you're like, I have no idea because I don't even know who I am. And so right. that's what we're asking you to do here is to energetically withdraw from this so that you can start to come back into, like you said, balance and relationship with Mm -hmm. where you are now, who you are now, what you want as you look forward, because this situation isn't going to be there forever. And when it's gone, you are going to feel much more lost and floundering about because all you've known yourself to be is caregiver and focused on somebody yep. else. And now yeah. is the time to start the mm-hmm. process of stepping back from that and beginning to reconnect with yourself and looking forward for yourself rather than only being able to see as far forward as involves dealing with your mother. Right. It's a work in progress. 
Almost on that. Um, well, um, the the next thing, if I could, I mean, unless you have something else. Well, for the cards you pulled. I mean, you know, the hangman card. It's funny because I would be like, well, one thing that could actually help your mother would be yoga. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We tried tai chi and all this other stuff, and all she does is roll her eyes and be like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> this is my mother. My mother is is a very particular personality where it's just you know it's her world. <laughs> And it's just like, no, we're going to do this. And so usually I have to kind of slowly, like, mommy wanted, because she used to be painting and stuff like that and, and doing other things. And so I have to kind of introduce the idea of, like, why don't we start painting again? And then I, like, bring in some materials. And then why don't we paint this? And then this goes on for, like, two weeks until finally she's like, I feel like painting. Do you know what I mean? She's very stubborn and, like, doesn't like new things being introduced to her life. So I have to kind of work, like introduce it and then kind of do it every day until she finally is like, okay, I'll do it. It's so totally unhealthy probably in this relationship, well, but this is my mother. But well, sometimes we have to find how to work with a person because at least you're still coming around to a place where she then starts doing something, even if it's not right. on our timetable, but you know, we found how that works. Um, you know, and th- there are a number of like DVDs and things that are specifically like yoga for for old people, <laughs> yoga for seniors, right. yoga for over 50. What you might think about doing is getting one of those and just playing it, you know, okay. not sitting there trying to make her do it. But just like with the painting thing, if you play it enough times, she may see it playing and then realize that the things they're doing are things that she's curious about trying or the things she realizes she okay. can do. Um, and then maybe you'll find two weeks later that she's suddenly sitting there trying one of the poses even without the DVD on um, because she's seen it enough times and thought, well, maybe I could give that a try or maybe I could actually do that where she may think she can't do a lot of the yoga stuff. Um, So, you know, that may also be something to try to do is just expose her to it and allow it to simply have whatever effect it does rather than trying to force it. That's one of the big things we see here. Don't try to force things, which it doesn't sound like you've been doing necessarily, but don't try to force it. Just just put it in the sphere of existence Mm -hmm. for her and allow Mm -hmm. her to sit with it and allow it to just come in at whatever level. Because the big thing is the four of cups coming up in the relationship between the two of you. And, you know, Four of Cups can be about maintaining kind of an emotional calm or an emotional even keel. But Four of Cups also Mm -hmm. represents having blinders on and something coming from an unexpected direction or an unexpected source that we're either too obstinate to be willing to look at and consider or we're just not noticing because it's on the periphery and we never look beyond where we see with our blinders on. So there it's kind of like present something from the periphery and allow it to gently make its way into her field of vision. Just like playing the yoga DVD over and over where it just kind of gradually works itself into her consciousness rather than trying to make or force her to do something. Because if she feels she's being made or being convinced into something, she'll resist. Right. Yeah. Um, And so we can, we can, move beyond the resistance when we stop trying to force and when she doesn't feel Mm -hmm. as if she's being made to do something. Okay. 
because it becomes her choice and she still feels, you know, well, it becomes her choice and she still feels she has some control over what she decides and what she does. Right. Which is why I don't try to force her because I feel like health-wise she feels like she's lost control. And so I don't, that's where I try to respect it where I'm like, instead of like forcing certain things, I'd be like, I try to feel like, okay, well, this, these are our options, you know, as opposed to telling her this is the way it is and you have no choice. Do you ever take her for like massage or anything like that? Um, no, I might try. I'll take her to massage and stuff. And I, I would specifically, I would, I would look for two things. One, I would see if there's any place in your area that offers a um, flotation tank. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's called a sensory deprivation tank. Um, mm-hmm. And and a lot of times the spas will have those. Sometimes chiropractors have them. Of course, I suppose I'm talking mm-hmm. from a California perspective, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, but just just do a like a Google search or something, and just do like flotation tank, North Carolina or the city that you're in or whatever. See what might come mm-hmm. up. Um, if nothing, you might also try sensory deprivation tank. But see about that, and also look and see if you can find something called Watsu. Um, Watsu okay. is just water massage, and literally what they do okay. is the massage therapist takes the person into a pool of water, and they have their arms kind of underneath them initially, but they help them to stay afloat. But then they gently um, manipulate the body, like either stretching Mm -hmm. it or moving it or that kind of thing. So they're getting massage, Mm -hmm. but it's much more gentle because you have the water aspect and it's not just like a deep tissue massage on a table. They're floating Mm -hmm. and it creates a whole different kind of experience. But those kinds of things... Um, I, I give you those examples, but you may stumble upon something in researching those that also sounds similar or has some uh, same kind of a feel. Um, those kinds mm. of things is something that I think would be very beneficial for her okay. and for you. Don't don't neglect necessarily doing it too, because maybe you both do okay. it. Because um, huh. that, that gives you insight. Well, that gives you insight into the experience as well. So you're not just making her do something, but it's like a, a day at the spa together or a trip to the massage therapist together, rather than True. something that you're simply taking her to or that she may feel you're making her do. Um, but you also get the insight as to not specifically what her experience is, but at least you have experience with what it is as well, rather than just something mm-hmm. she's doing and you don't know what it's like. Right. Right. Totally totally makes sense. Because then if she's complaining about something or if something hurts, whatever, like I'll know exactly what she's going through. Then I'll know what changes need to be made. Yeah. And and even even baths are really even baths are really good here too. I would have her taking baths and putting some Epsom salts and some herbs or oils and things in there as well. But I think that that would be anything that kind of puts her in water where she just is submerged or just is in there for a while and just relaxing, hanging out in the water is going to be good for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you for those ideas. Those are good suggestions. You're welcome. I'm writing everything down. Well, and this is a, you, you've given me a good little segue to remind people that the shows are always available to listen to afterwards in the archives here on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes. You can find us as a podcast. Just search for Firefly Willows Live and it'll come right up. So you can always listen back. Excellent. So can I have, do I have time or do you, I don't know, for one more? 
question? <laughs> uh, well, you can, ask, you can ask, and I'll just pull one card and give you a quick response to see if we can get to okay. some other people. Um, I'm torn. Uh, what do I want? You know what? Just have a, just a general insight card for me, specifically. What's the day and month of your birth? Three, seven. Okay. So you're coming up on your birthday. Um, yeah. And I think in order to get that general insight, what we're going to do is I'm just going to look at your year card that will be starting on that day. So okay. you know, 14, 24. Um, so you're going into an eight year. Eight is a number of balance, realignment, coming back into equilibrium, uh, getting back on track with something or adjusting our uh, direction, uh, making the necessary adjustments. Eight is also a number of starting to see results from things that we've been working towards. Uh, so you may start to see things beginning to manifest in the coming year that you've been trying or working towards um, mm-hmm. uh, or the results of something. Uh, eight is also a number of internal and external alignment and balance. So you want to make sure that who you are internally now is reflected in your external world or Mm -hmm. and things that have shifted, changed, or that you've done in your external world. You want to make sure you're also spending time to bring your internal self into alignment with those things rather than the internal self being current but the external world still reflecting who I was three years ago or vice versa, the external world is now different and I've made that current for myself. But inside, I haven't done the work to come up to speed with that and I'm still at the place I was two years ago internally even though I've changed my external world. Um, So those are the things to really focus on in the coming year. Um, Eight corresponds to both the strength card and the justice card. So the strength card says that it's probably a year where you may be challenged or tested to in your strength and called upon to be strong. Um, You may be reminded of how strong you are and the reservoir of strength that you have within you that you can pull from. Uh, You may be the one that is kind of relied upon and is asked to be the rock or the the thing that other people are able to lean on um, when Mm. things are challenging in some way. Um, It also is a card, though, of self-confidence, self-worth, and self-esteem. So it's a year where those things may be challenged, but also a year where you want to specifically focus on things to help strengthen and work on those areas where those may be weak or out of balance in some way. Um, And it's a year of taming our inner demons, I guess you could say. So it's looking Mm -hmm. at what it is that tends to get control of us so that we act or do things or say things in ways that we don't really mean to, but it's just because that particular thing overwhelmed us and it it's like saying, you know, anger got the better of me, so I lashed out kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it's not about getting rid of it and it's mm-hmm. not about giving it free reign, but it's learning how to domesticate and tame it so that we're in control of it and can channel it and use it in a way that is productive rather than destructive. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, spend some time looking at what are the ways that I do things or the things that come up within me that I allow to get the better of me? And what do I need mm-hmm. to do to start getting better control over them so I can use them more effectively and productively and creatively rather than them causing 
some sort of destructive result, whether that's us acting out in a certain way or causing destructive results within ourselves, like causing us to feel less about ourselves or to damage our confidence and that kind of thing. So those yeah. are the issues and areas to really focus on in the coming year. So the, the card's telling me don't stress eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's all the time. <laughs> Put it down. Well, does, does that make your body stronger or does that make you actually no. emotionally weaker? Um, no, it just it makes me sadder. <laughs> well, right. But to me, that's emotionally weaker rather than strengthening the emotion. So oh, the question is, how do you get... How do you get control of that? How do you domesticate that? It doesn't mean you have to cut that out completely. It just means right. I have to be more diligent in saying I only allow myself that as a reward for something rather than the thing I go to when I'm upset. Right. So I still get to have it, but it's a, for a positive thing rather than something that is to somehow really kind of numb us to what we perceive as okay. a negative thing. Um, but that's okay. a that that that's a really good example of something that we let get the better of us, and we need yeah. to work on. And it's tied into all those other areas because it's tied into self confidence issues, self worth issues, self esteem issues. So mm-hmm. you want to look at the root, but that looking at the root will help you to then be able to tame and domesticate it and get control of it, rather than it controlling right. you. Like I'm glad I'm in that the eight year because I do like that's what I've that's what I've been working towards even since the beginning of the year is just getting more centered more balanced feeling like I'm more in control of my life than it's supposed to reacting to life so it's like well I'm, so and sometimes I'm right hear here it for said, it yes and sometimes I hear it said that the calendar because I always look at that based on birthday to birthday. And sometimes you hear it said that the calendar year is when that start that energy starts to kick in on the external level, and on your mm-hmm. birthday of that year is when that energy starts to really kick in on the internal level. So the fact that you've already been starting that since the beginning of the year and looking at things, that's kind of the external part. Mm-hmm. As of your birthday, it really starts to kick in both to pre- perhaps bring things up or make things more clear internally around what those issues are, but also it says to really more strongly start focusing on the internal work around those issues after your birthday. Okay. Excellent. Thank and you so much. The, eight, the eight being about results shows that some of the things you've already started doing if you continue doing those and then mm-hmm. do other additional work, an eight year is really a year where you're able to feel as if you see some sort of tangible kind of result from the work that you do if you're doing it truly and honestly and authentically and diligently. Excellent. It gives me more motivation just to keep going and doing it and going yeah. ahead with it. That's Yay. the benefit of an eight year because we see those tangible results, which then motivates us to keep doing something. Fantastic. You always make me feel good, Hi T. I love you. <laughs> well, I'm glad. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the the herb, if you want an herbal ally to, to help work with you for that um, strength year that you're coming into, for that eight year that you're coming into, it's cayenne mm-hmm. pepper. So you can start adding mm-hmm. more cayenne pepper to foods and things, um, carrying some around, even putting some in the in your shoe. Uh, and and mm-hmm. um, walking on it, so to speak, throughout the day. Um, but using cayenne pepper is something that can actually energetically help support you in a lot of the things we were just talking about. Love it. 
cayenne pepper. I got some yes. in my cupboard. I'm already ahead <laughs> of the game. Excellent. It gives you the it gives you it helps to stimulate the motivation and the power mm-hmm. to do what you're trying to do and to continue to push through even when it gets challenging. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for everything. You always make me feel so good afterwards. Well, you're more than welcome. And if we think that I'll leave, you, I'll leave really... you to your other listeners now, I guess. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Bye. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. So from there, let's see. Let's see. Still on the line awaiting a reading. We will go to... Hmm. I, oh, I think this is someone from area code 410. Hello? Are you, oh, uh, hello. Are you calling from area code Hi. 410? Yes, this is Anna. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from Maryland. Maryland. And what is it that we can look at for you today? So my question is about friendships. Um, I have a friend named, uh, her name's Colleen, and lately it seems like there's some kind of competitiveness going on. So I was wondering if, A, you see uh, what you see around that, but also if you see, like, new positive friendships coming in my life soon. So not just not just this friendship, but you mean additional friendships coming into your life? Yes, you see that, but I just kind of want to understand where this weirdness is coming from between her and I lately. <laughs> okay. So some of the competitiveness that you may be feeling, it's not like Olympic-style competitiveness, but it's yeah. more a sense of she. It, it seems as if she's going through some things of working through or trying to let go of things that have been difficult for her in her life, whether it's guilt or shame or pain and loss and trauma from earlier in her life or that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. the competitiveness is more where she has kind of created this image of you, which isn't necessarily a true image, but this is what happens when people do this. She's kind of created this image and a projection onto you of somebody who seems to have it all together or why mm-hmm. is their life easier or how come they're able to deal with these things so much better. Mm-hmm. And so that feeling of why is it so difficult for me or why am I inadequate in some way gets projected mm-hmm. outward and people become very reactionary or they push back against the other person because somehow they think it's not fair. Um, right yeah that makes a lot of sense because sorry to cut you off but um we share like the same sport but i picked it up a lot easier than she did and a lot quicker and i really just i just got done spending the weekend with her and a bunch of people and where i just wanted to be with her and spend time with her as a friend i noticed she was really competitive and weird this weekend (laughs) Well, and it's it's because there's a lot of projection that she's doing based on things that she's going through or hasn't properly dealt with or, or sorted through in herself, and so okay. you become you become the target of that. I would mm-hmm. actually, I was going to sound funny. I would actually encourage you to watch last Sunday's episode of Girls on HBO. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do, have you ever watched that show? No. 
Okay. Well, even even without knowing some of the history, you can still probably watch that episode and just understand some of the dynamics that are going on. But I think that mm-hmm. you'll find that both the setting and what happens in that episode, there will be a lot for you to relate to. So whether you go back and watch the rest of the series or not, see if you can mm-hmm. just watch that episode because I think that you'll perhaps get just some insights as to why people are acting and reacting in certain ways, even towards people that they say are their friends or their best friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but, you know, in, in your particular situation, I think it has much more to do with what she needs to sort through and work through. And part of it is that she may not want to look at it as it's work that I have to do. She keeps looking for someone or something else to help her do it or to do it for her. And mm-hmm. at this point, it's just something she has to figure out on her own, but she doesn't really want to go through that process. And then she looks at other people and says, well, how come they can do it so easily? You know, kind yeah. of thing. Um, but and, and for you, the world card comes up. And in some ways that says we, we need you to just kind of be complete with this, to just kind of be done with this for now, to not keep trying to do something or letting it get in your way or okay. um, be an impediment to getting on with your life because you're still focused on how do I deal with this thing versus being able to look forward and and move on, if you will. Okay. Um, and, you know, for future friendships, um, well, the first thing that really is coming up is that you need to have people, this is going to sound, and I, it's, it's not, a slam on this other person. But you need to start focusing on seeking out and having people around you that are more mentally stable. Okay. Um, and that can just mean having their act together or a, an ability to be able to look at things more objectively and to be able to talk about them and deal with them in a more objective, real, and honest way mm-hmm. rather than getting caught up in all of the emotion and then the projection and illusion where we create all of these things around people and situations that have nothing to do with the reality of it. Okay. Um, you know, so that's the kind of people that I would encourage you. I would also encourage you to maybe start seeking out slightly older female friends. Okay. Uh, because that will also help in the sense of people that may have a little more wisdom, insight, and experience that they can offer and share with you whether it's directly or just by being around them and hearing their stories and their life and how they've dealt with situations. Um, Mm -hmm. The next one to three months especially probably will offer you the opportunity for coming into contact with people like that. So I would pay attention to who comes into your life as well as to cultivate opportunities and relationships within the next one to three months with people like that who tend to be very straight shooters who tend to be Mm -hmm. willing to just say it like it is. And sometimes they say things that may not make us happy or comfortable, but they're just speaking the truth. And they're being very directly honest with us. And that's what you really want to be seeking out and cultivating, especially over the next couple of months. Plus, you'll have the opportunity for those kind of people to be there for you to do that in the next couple of months. So take advantage of it. Okay. Thank you so much. That was a great help. (laughs) Thank you. You're more than welcome. Enjoy the rest of the day. You too. Okay. So let's see. From there, we're going to go to area code 210. 
Are you there, area code 210? Is there a caller from area code 210 on the line? And perhaps not. So let us see if our caller from area code 985. Are you there, caller from area code 985? Hello? Uh, I'm not sure if you're trying to talk, but I just hear a little bit of electronic noise. So there may be something with the connection. Um, so let's see if we can jump over to area code 908. Hello? Are you there, caller? Oh, hello. Yes. <laughs> Are you from area code 908? Yes. Uh, my name is James, and I'm calling from New Jersey. I actually have two questions, but the first question, I know it's Mercury Retrograde, and I sent the package through, not the UPS store, but a UPS, one of those drop boxes at the end of, for the end of January, and it never um, arrived at the, the destination, and I was just wondering if it got lost on the way somewhere. Okay, uh, and what's your second question? Um, about love and, you know, about me, when, when will I be meeting the right girl? Okay. So you're not in a relationship right now. You just want to know no. when there might be one coming. Yes. Okay. I mean, I know, a lot, I, know, I know a lot of females, but I was just wondering because I always wanted to um, be in a long-term relationship, having kids or being with somebody that has kids, that's been bothering me. So for the package, if it hasn't arrived, then that probably is a very Mercury retrograde situation. And uh, one, I would say to check if you have the tracking information to check with whoever you sent it through. Um, Either either they will say that they can't find it in their system or that somehow they have it recorded as having been delivered, but it can't be found. So either way, it's more than likely that it's lost and that you'll either have to resend it or just accept that it's lost if it's not something that you can resend. Um, okay. But, but yes, I think that it has been a victim of Mercury retrograde circumstance and uh, has gotten lost. And at this point, it seems better to just resend it um, or just accept that it's never going to appear simply because it's something that you couldn't resend, depending on what it was. Okay. Um, And then for love and relationship in your life? um, Well, the first thing that I would say is to pay attention. Let's see, the second week of summer. Pay attention to around the early part of July and that time frame. Um, because opportunities and possibilities for relationship connections is likely to begin appearing and are going to start appearing on the horizon at that time. So I think that mid mid to late summer especially is going to hold some opportunities and possibilities for you. It's not necessarily the one at this point, and there is some aspects here like with the Three of Cups coming up that is encouraging you to be willing to maybe – Um, date a couple of people for a while rather than simply looking for the one. But the opportunities seem to be opening up towards that latter part of summer. And take advantage of those, but don't get stuck on 
you know, by the second date wondering, is this who I'm going to marry? Or, you know, talking to them about how many kids are we going to (laughs) have versus just enjoy the process of dating and enjoy the process of dating more than one person at a time. Because there's a sense that the opportunities of having different people to be going out with will fulfill different needs and things that you may be wanting or having. And therefore, there's no reason to try to make one person into being able to fulfill all of those things for you at once right now versus just finding what you need from different people and in different circumstances for the time being, especially during um, the opportunities that starts to kind of come up. Um, There is possibility and potential for one of those things that are appearing in that summer time frame to then develop into something more serious, but it's not necessarily the right time to be trying to move it in that direction right away in the summer. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Oh, have a great, have a great, have a great day. You too. And enjoy whatever it is that you get up to today. Thank you. Let's see. So from there, um, well, I think this may be somebody calling in by Skype or from a blocked number. Are you there, caller? Hi, yes, that's me. I'm a Skype caller. Hello, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Marie and I'm calling you from Nevada. All right, and what is it that we can look at for you today? I'd like to know what you see about my finances. I'm really, you know, been stuck financially for a while and I want to see if you're getting any better. Um, What's the day and month of your birth? Um, August 31st. So the reason I use that is to calculate a year number and a year card. This goes from birthday to birthday. And... um, You're in a nine year right now. Um, Nine tends to be about completions and closures. uh, And then as of your birthday coming up next August, uh, that you will move into a 10 year, which is change and transition. I would anticipate that you will one, start to see things beginning to shift and change, not just in finances, this is much more umbrella, but you will start to see things shift and change after your birthday and moving into that year. Um, This is the year to be tying up loose ends bringing things to closure and completion that are still on the books, so to speak, or that are still in process so that there isn't things to pull you backwards as you try to make changes and move forward in the next year. Um, But especially being able to make major changes or set things in motion or see changes coming about, you'll probably start to see that much more readily and much more available after your birthday in August coming up this year. And, yeah, I feel like the first card that comes up is the the, um, world card reversed, which shows there's still some outstanding things or some loose ends that haven't been completely finished that we just need to focus on making sure are completely done and over with, especially before your birthday. Um, Okay. If you can do that, you'll probably start to see your financial situation beginning to shift, beginning to flow more positively. Um, within about three months. Uh, 
so uh, or February, March, April, May. So um, probably around May. But that that timing is dependent on making sure that whatever is still undone is completed and done. Once that's happened, then a pro it'll take maybe within three months or so, you'll start to really feel that things have shifted and started flowing. Um, I would also encourage you to reach out to your support network for ways that you can better change your financial situation, improve your financial situation. If you want to make a job change, it'll come through networking and reaching out to friends and that kind of thing rather than through just finding a job listing. Um, if you have a question about how to deal with some financial situation that is ongoing or that is still hanging around, again, reach out to friends for advice or for a suggestion or a referral to someone to help you with that because that will also help in some way. Um, plus, okay. it may also be that joining a group of some sort that helps to understand managing and dealing with finances better would be helpful. It would be like, you know, the website meetup.com. It would be like finding a meetup on there where it's a group of people that are just everyday people trying to better understand how to manage their finances or, uh, you know, a, a group of people that get together to talk about how to invest in the stock market or whatever. Um, but group situations, group dynamics, that kind of thing um, could also include workshops and that kind of thing. Um, that seems to be something that in the next few months could be very helpful and beneficial for you to start being able to understand how to plan for the future and how to start structuring things in order to prepare for making the necessary changes to improve your financial situation. So it's not all doom and gloom here, and it looks like we have the ability to start seeing change and setting the stage for change over the next few months, and then you'll really start to experience that change after your birthday and into that year. Okay, so after my birthday is when it really starts looking up. Yes, but the stage that you set now so that the wheel can turn easily rather than getting pulled backwards when it's trying to turn and the foundation you set for changes to be able to take place is what you want to be focusing on now up to your birthday. Okay, so the loose ends that you're saying I need to tie up, do you know, does that have to do with family or I'm not sure what that means. Well, it's it's wherever there is some sort of financial loose end that when you try to make change or improve your financial situation, it gets tangled up and pulls you backwards because it suddenly rears its head and says, but you still have to put finances towards this rather than towards the things you're trying to change or improve. So if there's a family oh, okay. situation, if there's taxes that you need to still file and deal with, if there's, you know, whatever it is, it's just anything that when you try to make change or move your financial situation forward, suddenly that situation pulls it backwards or causes it to stall because it takes away the energy, the finances, the focus, whatever that you would need to make the change because it still is something that is hanging around. I see, I see, okay. You need to lessen your obligations. You need to have far fewer obligations as to where your finances are committed to. Um, so if you can pay off credit cards or if you are obligated to pay a payment to a family member or whatever, we need to lessen those obligations and responsibilities as much as possible to set up that coming year after your birthday for change to really be able to take root and to take place. Right, right. Okay. That, yeah, that makes sense. 
Okay. All right. Thank so, you so much. You're more than welcome. Thanks for calling in. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. So that's going to bring us to the close of our show. I know there's still a few people in the queue that we haven't been able to get to, and I do apologize, but we had a lot of people in line. Uh, And I would encourage you to consider either calling in fourth Sunday of each month when we have our call-in shows here at Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, or especially during my shows, Revolution on the second Sundays or Amethyst Historical on the second Tuesdays, which have call-in segments, you're also more than welcome to call in during those as well. Uh, if you'd like to find us on the web, you can do so at facebook.com slash fireflywillows or fireflywillows.com slash live. We would love for you to like our page on Facebook. Feel free to leave a comment, ask a question, offer input, um, engage in the dialogue on our Facebook page. And we will look forward to having you listen in here again. My name is Hi-C. You can find me on the web at tarotbyhi-c.net or you can email me at hi-c at tarotbyhi-c.net if you have a question or if you'd like to find out more information about a private session. Thank you and until next time. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.